Super Talk Mississippi media production. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. I don't know if you guys found yourself in the quandary at some point last week where you're like, what day is it? I, I found myself doing that over the course of the weekend. Like I, I knew that it was January 1st, and I knew that there was a football game on the night of January 1st that had significant importance, but I couldn't figure out what day exactly it was. Final, finally figured it out that it was uh, is Saturday. But we're kind of rolling back into normal again, and uh, we welcome you on this Monday afternoon. The first edition of Sports Talk Mississippi of 2022 Thanks for being with us. Richard Cross, Michael Borkey, and Brian Haydad. Just like in 2021 and in 2020 and 19 and a whole lot farther back, we would love for you to join us on the C Spire text line. 601-879-4395. That is still the number. 601-879-4395. If you're a parent, you already know your kids are online for everything. That's why C Spire is providing award-winning parental controls from Bark. Free with any C Spire wireless plan. Learn more at cspire.com slash bark. Welcome to 2022. Welcome back to uh, Radio Land. Michael Borky after an extended break. Welcome back, Brian Haydad. What's up, fellas? 15 years ago today. Mm-hmm. 15 <coughs> years ago today. Um, You were born? No, although... It's about to be double that. You were 10? Here, here in March. Um, no, I was 15, or 14, I guess, when Alabama decided mm-hmm. to get competitive in football, mm. and that turned into ruining it for the rest of us. Nick Saban <laughs> was hired as the head coach at Alabama 15 years ago today, and here he sits taking his team again to another national championship game. All right, so quick math here. We're, we're talking uh, January 1st of 2000, or January 3rd of 2000, what? 15 years ago? 2007? Math that, checks right? out. Yes. So the first football season that he coached in was the 2007 season at Alabama. For some reason, I was thinking it was 06, but 07. 07. Okay, so it's following the 2006 season. Here, The math that I'm trying to get to is who played in the national championship game in 2006, and had it happened yet when Alabama hired Nick Saban? So the, uh, it would have been Ohio State and, uh, well, no, after the, yeah, after the 06 season, Ohio State and Florida. Florida won that game. 
The 2007 BCS National Championship game was played at the Tostitos Fiesta Bowl. Mm-hmm. And Urban Meyer in Florida beat Ohio State 41-14 to on January 8th after Nick Saban was hired, 2007. So the date of the game was January 7th, four days after Nick Saban was hired at Alabama, changing the landscape of college football in perpetuity forever and ever. Amen. That was a Tim Tebow hoisting a crystal ball above his head. Percy Harvey was involved in that one, too, wasn't he? Go Gators. Wait, is that the year? That is the year, right? That's the year. Coach Irving Myers. Percy Harvey. Corch. Wait. Hold on. We're off we're off by a year, aren't we? I've got oh, it up okay, right I'm here looking in front at two, of me. No, no, I'm looking at 2007, which was LSU. 2006 is the right. uh, anyway, whatever. Point just being, off to it. I mean, just like cruising out of the gates in show number 1 of year 2022. Point we being, can, we can New Orleans ruin Richard's math skills. Yeah. I mean, it can do that to people. Uh, 15 years of, I mean, shocking dominance. This run, I I know he's at Alabama. I I get it. He's at Alabama. It's easier to win at Alabama than it is at other places. It's also easier to win at LSU than it is other places, and coaches somehow still find a way to do that at times. Same thing with Ohio State. It hasn't always been perfect at Ohio State or Southern Cal or or Texas. Good Lord, it's not been like this at Texas. This run... At Alabama is shocking considering the conference that he plays in. So after that first season where they lost six games, including one to Louisiana Monroe, apparently they had some wins vacated that year because the official record book says <laughs> they went two and six. <laughs> after that, twelve and two, fourteen and zero, ten and three, twelve and one, thirteen and one, eleven and two, twelve and two, fourteen and one, fourteen and one, thirteen and one, fourteen and one, eleven and two, thirteen and zero, thirteen and one. Hmm. In the SEC West. Every single year. Nick Saban at Alabama, since his first year, has won double-digit games. Every single year. You guys remember what the talking point was post-Egg Bowl on the Ole Miss side of things, don't you? For the first time in school history, in program history, Ole Miss won 10 games in the regular season. They had had 10 win seasons in years prior, but had never won 10 in the regular season until this year. Since Nick Saban has been hired at Alabama, year number one, 2007, they did not win double-digit games. They have won double-digit games every year since. There is your sobering start to 2022. Uh, we are glad to be with you. We want you to join us on the Ceasefire text line as we roll into 22. We remind you that we're coming to you from the Pearl River Resort studios. Visit PearlRiverResort.com. <laughs> Pearl River Resort is the home of the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club and, of course, the sports book at Timeout Lounge. That's where we will be one week from today, National Championship Monday. The, uh, the National Championship matchup in the college football playoff is set. I don't know if you guys heard this or not, but uh, the SEC has two teams that are uh, vying for a national championship. Georgia and Alabama, a repeat of the SEC championship game, this time happening in the shadow of St. Elmo's and those great big shrimp cocktails in Indianapolis. And that will happen one week from tonight. I'm I'm kind of excited about the game. 
I'm I'm interested. I mean, there is some. It's obviously the two best teams, so mm-hmm. you'll see high level, especially defensive play. I mean, no doubt uh, you'll see high level players and guys that'll be in the NFL next year. As a football fan, the game itself will be one that you can enjoy and watch. Um, it might be great. It might be great. And the season had to me. This has been a great season. Of college football. We've talked about it a lot. It felt like at, at times there was parity. There was at least a bunch of teams that were involved in playoff implicated games anyway. We, we were back to normal after COVID ruined 2020, and we had full stadiums and big crowds and good teams and a lot of good teams and compelling storylines, and the season was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to let the playoff blowouts and Alabama, Georgia, which is just. Mm, ruin what I thought was a really fun season. Yeah, I mean, you didn't have to go very far out on a limb back in August to predict that Alabama and Georgia were going to play each other in the national championship game. Like, you were hugging the trunk of the tree. You didn't even have to have a limb, period, to uh, to go with that prediction. But the way we've gotten there this year as opposed to years past has been more fun. I think... Hey, Dad, you're... I'm not going to say that you're our resident historian, but... um, I'll live with that. We can go with that. You you have a a bit of a catalog of college football and years and games that stand out. Yeah. Can you think of an overall better season from opening weekend through national championship weekend, kind of in totality? than the one we've had this year. I'm trying not to be a prisoner of the moment and just be like, okay, recency bias, it's this year. I can't think of one off the top of my head, though. Every year has its great moments and great games. I think this year is sort of affected by the the, the, what happened the year before with the shortened season and canceled games and not having the crowds. I think having all that back this year has made this year feel more special. Um, There certainly have been great games, but, I mean, I'm a, a college football fan. There's great games every year. So I don't know, but this has been a fantastic season. There have been a lot of fantastic moments. I've enjoyed it very much. Yeah. Can you think of one, Borky? Uh, no, and I do think hey, that's on to something with, with why. I mean, this year did feel different, though. It felt like there were more games in the playoff era this year that mattered than any other. Now we came to the inevitable with Alabama and Georgia, clearly the two best teams and all that, but it did feel like late in the season there were more teams with stuff on the line besides just playing games that, that you wanted to watch. Bowl season, people have been ripping on bowl season I thought we've had a lot of really good, fun, compelling games. Did you watch the Rose Bowl? That was incredible. The Music City Bowl was amazing. I mean, Purdue beats Tennessee on a controversial call, the last, and there were points everywhere. It was great. The last three days of the season were fantastic, start to finish. We will Kentucky look. game-winning drive. I mean, we had it yep. all. It was great. Yeah. And, and we're going to unpack some of that with you this <laughs> afternoon. When we come back, though, we will uh, turn... Our attention to uh, to this past Saturday night in New Orleans, Ole Miss and Baylor in the Sugar Bowl. This is Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm.
from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you. They're in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon. Find them at 209 Woodgate Drive Crossgates. Just call 601-605-4443. For the most part, looking pretty good. Just some minor congestion southbound on Lakeland at Treetops. Otherwise, things flowing fairly smoothly so far this afternoon. Buckle up, drive safe. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers 601-353-5217. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again. If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. We expect our information in real time. U.S. Med carries continuous glucose monitors, which provide real-time readings of blood glucose levels. U.S. Med is an approved provider for Medicare and over 500 private insurers. So call 800-730-8405 today for a free insurance and Medicare benefits check. As easy as, that's 800-730-8405. You could save big when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, but when we just come out and say it, it feels like it falls a bit flat. So we're going to tap into human emotion, first with some music. Then in a serious tone, I'll say, save big when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive. And even though it was about saving money with Progressive, we'll fade out the music so you know it was poignant. Wow. Powerful stuff. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection. And that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from iCar and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts? If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Back to Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi. Oh, you gonna take me home tonight? Oh, down beside that red firelight. Oh, you gonna let it all hang out, fat bottom girls? You make the rocking world go round. Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com. Thanks for being with us on this Monday. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad. 
Let us go back to Saturday night in New Orleans. And I, I don't know what the order we should do this. Um, maybe everything leading up to the game and then the game itself, or maybe we should just talk about the game and then kind of get to the other stuff as well. I, you guys have a vote one way or the other? I, I, th- I mean, I think we should start with the story from the game, right? I mean, we could break down a box score, I guess, because yeah. you know Ole Miss lost the game. Their offensive line got absolutely Ashton Kutcher style punked, man. But like, not one of the ones where the guy that was getting punked laughed at the end, but one of the ones where they were really mad about it. <laughs> that, that's what happened in, in the Superdome on Saturday night. That was brutal. Yeah. However. Matt Corral going into it. They gave it, up 10 sacks. They gave up 10 sacks. 10. And only gave up 14 points, one of which was on an ex- one of the touchdowns was on a really short field. So played great defense, good enough to win, but it didn't matter because they could not. But Matt Corral was just a catalyst for, for conversation, more like screaming debate. After he goes down with an injury and people did the should he have played, should he not have played, all that stuff. Yeah, so I'm going to need that. some help from you guys. Um, on how television handled that. Because I've heard from a bunch of different people in a bunch of different areas that maybe it could have or should have been handled better than it was on TV. Uh, including, I think there were some people that were in executive positions that e- at ESPN that weren't entirely happy with the way the conversation was handled. So and Matt Corral it, it started in the first that morning the too. We got to say it started that morning with, with Herb Street. Street and Howard talking about guys who opt out, how they don't love football, and and mm-hmm. they wouldn't be good teammates and things like that. So that conversation started very early Saturday yep. morning, and Corral's injury became the spark for for all that fire later. I think we start though. He's okay, relatively speaking. It's apparently not near as bad as it could have been in terms of the actual well, hold on a second hold on a second Let, let's just let's just go back to the whole deal all right so first quarter uh Matt Corral's not having much time in the pocket he has ripped <laughs> off a couple of runs up the middle maybe loosening things up in the Baylor defense a little bit they were really really good good on the defensive line linebacker play was good number two man he just got another tackle and then he just batted another ball down I mean dude could play uh, in front of the Ole Miss sideline, Corral goes down around the hash marks, and he immediately starts kind of pounding the ground. He's hurting. And kind of puts his head down, and you can tell he's emotional and he's not getting up. It's a scene that we've seen more than once this season. Corral is helped off the field. It's a punting situation. Luke Altmeyer comes into the game. Corral is taken to the medical tent. And then they load him onto the cart, and people cheer in the stands as he's being held off. He is clearly very, very distraught. There was the conversation going into the game, right, about the fact that Matt Corral said from the very beginning, I'm playing, I'm healthy, and I'm playing. And he did. So he had a sprained ankle. They went, they took the x-rays, They got the x-rays back. The x-rays were negative. Now, much later in the game, they kind of let everybody else know, actually after the game was over, they let everybody else know that the the x-rays were negative. There was no reason to let that information out while the game was still going. Here's the truth, guys. If that happens in Knoxville, and guess what? 
it did. Matt Corral comes back into the game. That happens at Auburn. And guess what? It did. Matt Corral comes back into the game. But they were playing for a trophy, not a championship. They weren't trying to get to a championship. They weren't trying to win a conference title. They were playing for a trophy, albeit in a great historic game with a million people there and a gazillion people watching on TV and everybody talking about how great a teammate he was. But the draft is coming up. And Matt Corral played. He went out there and put it on the line for his team and he got hurt. And Matt Corral made the decision that he wasn't coming back into the game. Period. I don't think anybody is arguing with that decision. I don't think anybody is even second-guessing him on that decision. But Matt Corral made the decision not to come back and play in the game. He didn't have a coach tell him, no, you can't go in. He didn't have a trainer or a medical person tell him, no, you can't go in. Matt Corral had re-entered games this year with injuries as serious or more serious than what he was dealing with on Saturday night. So that's the truth. Borky, to your point, uh, yes, it could have been so much worse. Man, the feeling inside that building when he got hurt was... It was like the air got sucked out of the sugar dome. It was like everybody got punched in the gut. Team, coaches, fans, staff, the whole deal. That's what it felt like. Because nobody knew how severe it was. And then there was a little bit of relief once people kind of learned that, okay, well, I mean, but man, there, there was information. I was getting text messages. Oh, they, they're, they're, I've got it confirmed that he's got an ACL injury. No, you don't. Because he doesn't have an ACL injury. And nobody who knew told you he had an ACL injury, even if you put somebody's name on it who you think would know. That's not how it works. The people that knew weren't saying anything. And the people that didn't know are always trying to fill a vacuum of information with information so that it looks like they're in the know. There was never a concern that it was broken. There was never a concern that it was a knee. It was an ankle injury. High ankle sprain. Here's the great news. He's going to be fine. He doesn't have to do anything for a couple of weeks. He can let it completely heal, and he can get ready for the draft. And guess what? He's going to carry the label of he went out and laid it on the line for his team and took a risk. A huge... Don't you think that's a huge check mark in the positive column in the way that the NFL people are going to look at it? Yeah. There are people, uh, sports journalists, whatever that swear up and down NFL teams don't care about players opting out of bowl games. There are some that look at a prospect as a guy that we've got to get and won't care. But there are, I mean, we've heard it from your buddy John Harris, there are NFL teams that absolutely look at that as, okay, I like that guy. Like, if there's an NFL team out there, let's just pretend the Saints are looking for a quarterback, and they're evaluating Matt Corral and Kenny Pickett. And arm strength, it's not, but just for the sake of conversation, arm strength the same. Accuracy, about equal. Athleticism, all good. Interview, they both nailed it. But that guy played. He played hurt all year, and then he played the bowl game. The other guy didn't. I'll take the more committed one if everything else is equal. That is absolutely a factor. Yeah. 
I mean, you remember that conversation we had with John Harris? He talked about how tough those interviews with teams get when they're in the NFL, like the, the combine setting. They only get just a few minutes with the player. And had it was either a GM or a coach that said, yeah, so you decided not to play in the bowl game. It was kind of upbeat when he said it to the guy. He's like, yeah, man, just trying to get ready for this NFL thing. Really? So you're going to quit on your team? So you're a quitter? You want me to draft you and you're a quitter? And just completely... Now, does the NFL team really care about that? I don't know. <clears throat> but they love to play mind games and see how guys are going to handle it when they put them on their heels. And there are some in the NFL that it does bother. It bothers a lot. So, we'll see where it all goes. But the great news is there is still an incredible opportunity for this to be a happy ending for Matt Corral. I I did think... I spoke briefly to his dad before the game. and, And I thought, can you imagine what is going through Matt's parents' mind? when he went down. Can you imagine what was going through Matt's mind? Oh, I I, I couldn't. And as Nick Underhill, who covers the Saints, pointed out, uh, because some people said, oh, well, he may only fall a few spots. That's not a big deal. No, that's seven figures. That's millions of dollars, depending on where in the draft you would go. It is a big deal. Um, I I didn't like, and maybe I'm oversensitive to, to this thing in particular, but... When this guy is still getting carted off the field, facing a potential loss of millions of dollars, that's not when you have to do the, I told you so, I told you so, he shouldn't have played, I told you so. I think that's bad form. Maybe just shut up and hope he, he is not hurt and save those takes for when you know he's okay or not. But as he's getting carted off the field to do the I told you so thing, I think is really just kind of... Kind of lame. You don't have to use a kid's injury to prove to people how smart you are. (laughs) And guess what? It was his decision. Yeah. Everybody gets to make that decision for themselves. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com. We'll talk more about this when we come back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, partly sunny conditions, high near 45. Tonight, mostly clear and cold, low all the way down to 27. Your Tuesday, sunny skies, high near 55. Tuesday evening, partly cloudy, low around 40. And for your Wednesday, a slight chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 64. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. You already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at madisoncellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. Helium Corporation is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. 
protect and grow your business with Pilium. By improving business practices with technology-driven solutions, Pilium solves problems and creates new opportunities for your company. Learn more at Pilium.com. Push the limits of what's possible in the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. With a bold exterior and premium interior, Outlander reimagines the SUV. Rule the road with Mitsubishi super all-wheel control and wireless smartphone technology. Plus, an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today and get up to 3500 over book value for your trade. At Ridgeland Mitsubishi, get Thunderstruck. Super all-wheel control is an available feature on all trim levels. Price terms and vehicle availability may vary. Important restrictions and rules apply. See retailer for limited warranty and more details. Offer ends 12-13-21. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Mississippi Highway Patrol had a busy weekend as the department issued 14,792 citations over the New Year's Eve enforcement period. On top of the citations, troopers responded to 178 crashes, which resulted in 25 injuries and two fatalities. As the 2022 Mississippi Legislative Session is slated to begin on Tuesday, medical marijuana is on the top of many lawmakers' agendas. In a recent interview with Supertalk Mississippi, Governor Tate Reeves reiterated that he will not sign a medical marijuana bill unless the one-day medical dosage is reduced. The current amount that is allowed under the bill is 3.5 grams. That's equivalent to 11 joints a day. What I have asked our friends in the legislature to consider is reducing that number, perhaps by half. If Reeves does end up vetoing a medical marijuana bill, Representative Lee Yancey recently stated that he believes there are enough votes to override. For the latest news during this year's session, check out Supertalk Mississippi News at supertalk.fm or follow us on Facebook and Twitter. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. A lot of businesses are losing opportunities to get new customers if they're not online. With the power of Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital, you can reach potential customers and get more referral and repeat business. The highly trained and trusted team at Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. At Pearl River Resort Casino, we're keeping it real safe for our employees and guests. Electrostatic spray, chip cleaning, and mass thermal temperature scanners are in use throughout the property, including advanced UV cleaning technology to keep rotating handrails safe to touch. State-of-the-art air filtration systems keep the air you breathe safe and clean. So get back in play at Pearl River Resort Casino. We're keeping it real. Real fun, real winning, real safe. 
You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. Are customers able to find you online? With the power of Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital, you can reach potential customers and get more referral and repeat business. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. If it's sports in Mississippi, you'll hear about it here. Here, Sports Talk Mississippi. You like this show, huh? Yeah! Super Talk Mississippi. So, Sports Talk Mississippi back with you, streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com, Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad with you on this Monday, the 3rd of January. Either of you resolution guys? No. Okay. You are definitive about that. I assume Borky's not either because he didn't speak. Yeah, no. I mean, I'm already... Although I've been bad the last couple of weeks, I've already kind of been in the exercise mm-hmm. weight loss kick anyway. So I'll just try to continue that once the weather gets better. Although it snowed yesterday, so yeah, a little snow in my backyard. Yeah, I was wearing shorts on Saturday. It was Dude. hot. So I got back to the room on Sunday or Saturday night at like what one one thirty Sunday morning, back from the dome. And we kind of slept in a little bit, like 8.30, 9. Make your joke, hey, Dad. Go ahead. I slept till noon on Sunday. I'm not going to say anything. Okay, fair enough. Uh, So I get up, and the line for coffee at uh, at the hotel coffee shop was just enormous. And I, the very first day we were there, I waited in that line. And it wasn't very long that day and took like 45 minutes. So I did the whole mobile order on the app thing. Because there was a another coffee shop like a block away, I, I'm like protecting Starbucks by not saying that. So, um, like, like they need the advertising. So I do the mobile order and I walk out, and you know all I've heard is it's going to get cold on Sunday. It's going to get cold on Sunday, but I hadn't really looked at the hourly. So instead of just like throwing on shorts and a t-shirt, I put on pants and like a pullover. You look like you were about to make a joke there. No, go ahead. Yeah, keep okay. going. No, no, Hey Dad, just like I said, I put on pants, and Hey Dad looked like he had something funny to say, like a, like a, a smart guy I, I got, there. I got nothing. Go ahead. So I walked down, go out the front door of the hotel, and it was as it had been the previous two days. You walk outside, and this happens. The humidity and the thick, soupy air just punched you right smooth in the face. It was 78 degrees in New Orleans yesterday morning. And I'm sweating and, you know, hanging out and, yeah, go grab coffee, come back to the room, put on shorts, go get in line to pick up breakfast. Oh, can I go flaming hot take on you guys? Bring it. The beignets from Cafe Beignet are not just better, better, but are significantly better. Than Cafe Dumont. This is not it's a hot take. Not close. Not a hot take at all. Okay. Cafe Dumont is for the tourists. Now, 
That said, I'm going to do it once every time I go. I don't mind pretending to be a tourist at all. Right. Because it's a cool experience. I mean, it's kind of like going to the varsity, right? What do you have? What do you have? Except it's beignets and chicory coffee instead of... But but nevertheless. Right. Cafe beignet, man. Dude. And they got more than just beignets. That crawfish omelet yesterday morning. I mean, it was good. Absolutely worth the uh, the wait for that. So anyway, um, then we're driving home yesterday, and Borky, the middle of the afternoon, what was it, about 3 o'clock when the snow hit Jackson? Uh, yeah, roughly. And it didn't snow much. It, it stuck on top of the grill cover, and that's about it. But it was snow. It was 31 degrees in Jackson when we rolled through about 3 o'clock yesterday afternoon and had to make a stop. And I was in McDade's parking lot at the north side drive exit and was cleaning up a little bit of a mess in the car uh, that needed to be cleaned up. And, brother, I'm talking about when it was 78 degrees when you were grabbing coffee this morning and it's now 30 and snowing, your body is not ready for that. Holy cow, it was cold. And then it only it's got tough. colder. But it's tough to make that transition. Yeah. Yeah. But so be it. it is the and season. then the, the it, it feels you're like going to get the sniffles and right all now. that. I mean, it, just the season changing is nuts. Like I, I had flowers and, and trees and stuff in the yard like have their spring bloom a couple days ago. That's too early for that. And then they got snowed up. Yeah. What a world. Yeah. It's not time for Brad for pears just quite yet. We got to got to get past that a well, little it's bit. It's never though. time for those ever. I've got a couple in in the yard, and the neighborhood is full of them, and they stink literally. They. Uh, it's not worth the three weeks of. The, pink they flowers, smell really man. bad, and they actually have a very distinct smell. They stink. I mean, I remember this past spring. I kept I was playing with the kid in the yard, and I I didn't. It just didn't hit me yet that oh it's the tree that smells and I kept checking him to make sure it's not him like I'm not missing yeah. something. It was the stupid tree. Uh, let's go to the ceasefire text line six zero one eight seven nine four three nine five. John and Hurley, did Luke burn his red shirt by playing in the Sugar Bowl? I don't think so. I don't think it matters though. No, I mean I don't really think that it matters. I mean you play him because you play him, but the. Um, he played against Tennessee. <coughs> Auburn. Played against Auburn. Played in the Sugar Bowl. And I'm sure there was one other that he played in. But I mean, was did he play in the Austin P game? Or Tulane? I mean, we can... Two yeah. non-conference games they won handedly. They didn't... Uh, Corral played the entire Vanderbilt game, right? He played the entire Liberty game. I'm going to get there. Either way... Um, what an interesting dynamic uh, they've got going on now. Because the thought was that they were desperate for a quarterback. And maybe they still are. Maybe Lane Kiffin still f- feels like they've got... And they do have to get one. Whether it's in the February signing day or something, you can't go into a season playing SEC football with two scholarship quarterbacks on your roster. They've got to get one. Somewhere they've got to get another one. But... It's one game, and it was flawed. It's not like he was perfect. However, considering his experience, which is basically nothing, his age, which is a true freshman, 
the opponent, which was the second-best defense they saw all season, in the environment, the Sugar Bowl, could you have asked for more from Luke Altmaier than what you got? I think the answer is no. He telegraphed an interception, but that's that's a freshman thing. That 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 wasn't like his arm wasn't strong enough to make that throw. He, he stared down Mingo, and a good defense took advantage of a young quarterback staring down a receiver and jumped a route. You can fix stuff like that. The talent, the elusiveness, arm strength is not as good as Corral's, but it's certainly good enough. In that moment. Yeah, I thought he made some big plays. I mean, the, the throw to uh, to Sanders where he got one-on-one coverage, you got to lay it out there and let him go get it. He, he did that. Um, it was, Converted it was a interesting to downs. me being in the locker room at halftime, Borky, because clearly running the football between the tackles was not working. And they also knew that Matt Corral wasn't coming back for the second half of the ball game. And they said in the locker room, we think our receivers are better than their DBs. Let's go win some one-on-ones. We're about to open it up. And they did. They went out on first drive, took a shot down the field. Um, probably got jobbed on a, on a pass interference call that, that should have been. Uh, I'm curious if you guys think the game plays out any differently if they hit the field goal to go up 10-7. Because there was or a the field lot goal that got of up, juice at that point. To go up 10-7 and then hit the next one to go up 13-7. The next one. They missed two field goals. Well, no, no I'm, not talking about the, I'm not talking about the 49-yarder. I'm talking about when it was tied 7-7 late in the third quarter and you had the chip shed, the 35-yarder, to give Ole Miss its first lead of the game and they missed that one. Like I'll give I'll give the kid missing the forty nine yarder you know whatever did that's a harder field goal thirty five yard field goal from the middle of the field I mean absolutely splitting the hash marks you're supposed to make that one I don't know if if it's totally different but Ole Miss would have had a lot of momentum at that point I'll say that for sure but I just felt like Baylor was like a hammer just sort of breaking away at a wall they were, eventually they were gonna they were gonna break through yeah. They started really running the ball well in the second half on what was probably a pretty tired defense at that point. Yeah, and I guess that's the reason I asked that. It's like, would a lead have provided a little more, a little more adrenaline for that defense to kind of hang in there longer? I mean, we get a message on the ceasefire text line that says missed field goal was an absolute turning point because not only did you miss the field goal. Immediately following the missed field goal, Baylor drove it down and stuck it in the end zone. And and so you have kind of a 10-point swing and an emotional swing and, and all of those things. Um, crowd was unbelievable. It was absolutely incredible. We'll talk about that when we come back, kind of wrap up some of the Sugar Bowl talk. We'll get to winners and losers in the 4 o'clock hour. Later today, we will uh, perhaps take a peek at some of the results from the NFL and uh, we'll look ahead to the college football playoff, look back to the college football playoff semifinal games and ahead to the national championship game, plus uh, all of your messages on the C Spire text line. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com.
the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you. They're in Ridgeland and Brandon. Call them at 601-605-4443. Still looking good this afternoon. Some minor delays on 80 east and westbound at Hempstead Boulevard. Elsewhere, things looking pretty good so far this afternoon. This traffic update brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union. Voted best credit union by Mississippi Business Journal. Go see them today with your auto and home loan needs as well as free checking and fast, easy mobile banking at River Trust Federal Credit Union. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. No drip roofing and construction. The name says it all. All types of roofing and construction. Your certified, certainteed shingle installer, family owned and operated for over 20 years here in the Metro. No drip roofing and construction. 601-371-1051. Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland is now offering monoclonal antibody treatments. Monoclonal antibody therapy offers a way to help reduce and prevent severe symptoms in COVID-positive patients and for those who have been in close contact with someone who has tested positive. Most insurance providers will cover the cost. If you are uninsured, you may be eligible for reimbursement through the federal government. To find out if you are eligible for this treatment option, call Innovative Health Clinic today, 601-944-5585. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Ream. The new degree of comfort. This year, don't just get ready. Get holiday ready with Ford. And the best place to start is at your local Ford dealer. Now is the time to get a great deal on America's undisputed leader in trucks, Ford F-Series. With all its power and technology, it's no wonder F-Series have been the best-selling trucks in America for 44 straight years. Inventory is arriving daily, so get the season started off right at your Ford dealer during the Get Holiday Ready sales event. Best-selling claim based on 1977 to 2020 calendar year total sales. Since 1871, Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton has been providing everything you need. Everything for your house, fencing, plumbing, flowers, lumber. Everything for your animals, dogs, cats, birds, chickens, cows, horses. And everything for your patio and yard. Bayou Classic Cookers, Wind Chimes, Orca and Pelican Coolers. We have most everything. 150 years of serving the community, family owned and operated. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, downtown Bolton since 1871. We'll see you soon. Catfish farming has always been a passion for me. I was raised up on a catfish farm. I was born into it. But the only thing I love more than catfish farming is my children and my family. I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi, and I'm proud to be the 2020 Mississippi Catfish Farmer of the Year. People all across America love to eat U.S. farm-raised catfish, and I'm proud to be able to produce it right here in the Mississippi Delta. This is Jake Mangum, not some actor wearing a red shirt. Whenever I was up to bat at MSU, I would see Farm Bureau Insurance. They supported me then, and they take care of me now. I couldn't ask for more supportive teammates. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance, or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance, go with the home team. 
To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Exactly. Ceasefire text line with you, 601-879-4395. My buddy was able to score us great seats at the last minute to the Sugar Bowl. We made quick arrangements and decided to go, only to find out when we got there that we were smack in the middle of a sea of yellow in our Ole Miss gear. It was interesting, to say the least. Have you ever been in a similar situation? Ever found yourself in that spot? I have never sat in, a, in, in amongst a, a patch of uh, opposing fans. I've always been able to get good tickets. Take care of that. Yeah. Well, it sounds like they got great tickets. They just happened to be in yeah. the uh, the section that were uh, great tickets for Baylor people. Yeah. I don't know, Richard. Have you been in that situation where you're in the middle of a crowd that was uh, pretty hostile? You know, maybe thinking back a few weeks when you were getting golf balls thrown at you. Oh. You ever been in that situation? <laughs> yeah, I mean, a sea of orange. <laughs> Worried if all of these people are going to take the field and try to find Kiffin and rip him limb from limb? Or, you ever been in that spot? Did I tell you guys that at the very end of that game, the um, the director of security for Neyland Stadium said to me, if Tennessee scores here, you better get out of here because it may get ugly. That they were they were legitimately worried that if Tennessee had scored at the end, even after the stadium had mostly cleared out, like they had gotten rid of a ton of people, that the people that were left were coming on the field and it could be ugly. Thankfully, that didn't happen. No, it did not. Hey, what the crowd look like on TV? A lot of Ole Miss fans. 75-25, probably. I, I, I just didn't know with because of where the Baylor fans were situated if it if it made it look like, wow, there's a ton. That, one, the yellow absolutely stands out. Think about that with LSU. When they wear yellow, I mean, it stands out. When Tennessee wears orange, it absolutely stands out. So the, the, the wear gold for Baylor stood out, and, and I wasn't sure exactly. Like, originally when we got down there, I was like, Way more Baylor fans here than I thought there would be. And it kind of felt like it was even. So we got we got to New Orleans on Thursday afternoon, late Thursday afternoon. And it kind of felt like it was split fairly evenly, Baylor and Ole Miss. And I thought, well, it's probably going to change over the next couple of days. By lunchtime on Friday, it felt like Ole Miss had kind of taken over New Orleans. And by lunchtime on New Year's Day, Saturday game day, it was like you couldn't go a block in any direction without seeing hundreds of people that were either wearing red or powder blue. It was really cool. And I I was doing an interview earlier today and described it. It was kind of Ole Miss took over New Orleans and the Superdome kind of the way that Georgia did the SEC championship game this year. Yeah. And the result was the same as well. The team that had fewer fans had more to cheer about when it was all said and done, and they had a big old party. So 
Uh, really, really cool environment. Ole Miss fans did a did a great job showing up and and being there and being loud and being into the game and really tried to kind of will the team along in the second half. I mean, obviously it got out of hand, but when Ole Miss finally scored the touchdown, obviously people went crazy for the touchdown. But then it was like we're going to try and just drag the defense along and just let them just keep going and keep going and really make it hard on Baylor. To Baylor's credit, they uh, they got it. That was a good football team. And I walked away. I don't know if you guys thought this after the game. I was like, it stinks to lose, but you know what? Sometimes you lose a, t- a game to a team that's better than you. And Baylor was better than Ole Miss on Saturday night. Once Pier- Corral went down, they were better. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, honestly, it, it got to 7-7 and all that, but that's when the game ended. Yeah. That's when the game ended, is but when Matt Corral t- got hurt. You know what I took away from that game? How the hell is Dave Aranda still at Baylor? How did LSU and Florida not throw just ridiculous money at this guy? Doesn't make any sense. Maybe Dave Aranda didn't want to go back to Baton Rouge. I don't think they ever really went down that road. But Well, that's the question. Why? They should have. I think they're going to regret. Even if Kelly's good, great. I think they're going to regret not hiring him. The job he's done there. I'm so impressed by his how stoic he is. You can't phase that guy. Mm-mm. I mean, he gets a Gatorade bath and just keeps on like doesn't even acknowledge it. Cold Shakes Gatorade gets dumped on his back. Whatever. I gotta go shake a hand. I'll see you guys in the locker room. Good, good game. Assistant coach at Delta State a decade ago. Dude, what about the Delta State coaching tree right Ooh. now? And now you got Ron Roberts, who was the head coach when Dave Aranda was an assistant there as the defensive coordinator on Dave Aranda's staff at Baylor. And. The defensive coordinator, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. Of the soon-to-be national champion Alabama Crimson Tide, also has a previous stop at Delta State. Pete Golden, yeah, yeah. absolutely does. Little Cleveland a- on the absolutely map, absolutely does. No question. So, um, doesn't end the way that uh, that Ole Miss fans want it. So, so you guys think with no. Corral injury offensively, Ole Miss eventually gets it figured out. Because I thought yeah. Baylor was really, really good and really physical, even in that first Corral, quarter with Matt Corral. Corral has the the, uh, the pocket presence that Altmaier lacks at this stage in, the, in his development to get away from that pressure. He could have gotten them one more touchdown, yeah. 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 And the pick six really wasn't Altmaier's fault. I mean, it was a ball that got batted at the line of scrimmage. Which happened a couple of times while Corral was in the game as well. Winners and losers when we come back. Your home for all this of America's music. Super Talk, Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni Tree I'm Pam Puso. Two people remain missing after last week's vicious wildfire in Colorado. Cadaver dogs are being used out of an abundance of caution in Louisville, and the search is on for a superior woman and a man near Marshall who are still missing amid almost 10 miles of smoldering debris and nearly 1,000 homes and businesses destroyed. Fox's Jeff Manasso, the cause of the fire is unknown. The FBI has joined the investigation. It was a busy year for U.S. Marshals. The Marshals Service reported more than 84,000 arrests of people on the run last year. Of that number, the majority, more than 10,500, were sex offenders. Fox's Gornal Scott, gang members and murder suspects made up slightly more than 6,000 each. America's listening to Fox News. 
this view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes. I'm Colaguard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Colaguard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive result should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Colaguard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay zero dollars. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Colaguard is right for you. Or visit Colaguard.com. I'm in. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. My name is J.T. Mitchell. The Mississippi State Department of Health has reported 17,525 more cases of COVID-19. Three-day total, which covers December 30th through January 1st, averages out to around 5,841 cases per day. As the Omicron variant runs its course on Mississippi, Dr. Thomas Dobbs encourages all Mississippians to get the vaccine, as it's shown to provide 70% protection versus the new strain. And in the world of Mississippi politics, Jackson County Sheriff Mike Ezell has officially filed his qualifying paperwork for his campaign for U.S. Congress. Ezell, who has been sheriff since 2004, will run as a Republican against incumbent Stephen Palazzo. In a press release, Ezell stated that his campaign will revolve around strong borders, law and order, as well as integrity and ethics. Congressional races will take place on November 8, 2022. For anything and everything Mississippi politics, find Supertalk Mississippi News on Twitter, Facebook, or online at supertalk.fm forward slash news. The Mississippi Lottery is introducing a new daily draw game. It's called Cash 4. And if you know how to play Cash 3, you know how to play Cash 4. It's just that easy. You can play for 50 cents or a dollar with winnings from $100 all the way up to $5,000. And you can play every day with drawings at the same time as Cash 3. Cash 4 begins January 10th. Play Cash 4 and win more. Have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. With the new law, more people qualify for financial assistance at healthcare.gov. Real customers like Taylor. You know, I wish people knew how easy it was to get health coverage. This new law has made it so affordable. I'm only paying $52 a month, but there are quality plans for even less. New law, lower prices, more people qualify. Enroll by January 15th at healthcare.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Surprisingly enough, Ole Miss fan favorite John Rice Plumley is entering the transfer portal. The quarterback-turned-wide receiver announced his decision via Twitter, thanking Rebel fans for their constant support. Plumley, who also plays baseball, was the primary signal caller in 2019 under Matt Luke, tallying 1,933 yards of total offense and 12 touchdowns. In 2021, the junior caught 19 passes for 201 yards. Where Plumley will transfer is currently unknown. And in music, they've been recognized as CMT's next women of country. Chapel Heart will be playing their hometown of Poplarville January 8th. The trio, made up of sisters Danica and Devin Hart, as well as their cousin Tree Swindle, will perform at the Brownstone Center of the Arts for their Home is Where the Heart Is show. I'm JT Mitchell. Hello. 
I'm Will Noble from Ward, Mississippi. I'm proud to be a catfish farmer. And being selected as Mississippi's Catfish Farmer of the Year means a lot to me. I pride myself in raising healthy fish for you to enjoy, and they were raised right here in America. So please make sure you and your family are receiving the best U.S. farm-raised catfish. This message is brought to you by the Catfish Institute. For more information, visit uscatfish.com. When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business, win with authority. Your partners in IT. Get connected to the fastest internet speeds available. Visit seaspire.com slash business. Special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Will you ever get so excited that you just can't wait? Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi team. I've been waiting my whole life for this. Don't touch that dial. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Hour with you, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad, and you. Thanks for being with us on this Monday. This is our first show of uh, 2022, and we are glad to be with you for the start of another year. If you want to be a part of the conversation, join us on the Ceasefire text line 601 879 4395. If you're a business owner, Think about this. Meet the authority team from C Spire Business. Gain the IT expertise you need to tackle your toughest challenges and find new opportunities. Learn more at cspirebusiness.com. Uh, for the start of the 4 o'clock hour, what we do every single Monday is this. We go through winners and losers. All I do is win. In fact, you know how it works so well, you are already sending us your winners and losers on the ceasefire text line. So we'll get to those coming up in just a little bit. But we'll start with our winners and losers from the weekend. And boy, were there a bunch. There were plenty. <coughs> plenty to get to. Borky, you want to lead us off? You want to go first winner of the new year? Yeah, the first winner of the new year. I know it was a big football weekend, but i got to start with this. Hockey fans in the state of Mississippi are winners today and in perpetuity. There is a minor league called the Federal Prospects Hockey League that was doing some location testing because they want to expand the league. Mm -hmm. They decided to give Biloxi a shot, the people on the coast. Three games, neutral site games between two teams in the league in December. The first one on December 2nd had 4,230 people in attendance. Okay. The second game on December 17th broke a league record 7,288 people wow. in attendance. Game three 
December 30th, 8,646 people watched a neutral site minor league hockey game in Biloxi, and guess what that earned them? They get get their team. Biloxi is going to have professional hockey once again. The Seawolves are back, and some of the videos from the... It's incredible. You don't think it's Mississippi. South Mississippi, on the coast, (laughs) the ocean. You see it from the arena. And they're getting a hockey team because 8,000 people showed up to a neutral site game at the end of December. That's awesome. Hats off to the coast. You're getting a team. Speaking of hockey, so they do the Winter Classic, the outdoor game on, uh, what, New Year's Day every year, and we've seen it in baseball stadiums. They did one in Minnesota. Did you guys see crazy snow? Beards and mustaches were, like, freezing with icicles on it of the players in the game. And it was so cold. Like, I don't even know how this is, like, a thing. It was so cold that they had to heat the ice. Like, the ice was colder than it needed. Apparently, there is a certain temperature that's like the sweet spot for ice in an NHL game. And they actually had to warm the ice up because it was colder than it was supposed to be for a hockey match. Would it zero degrees at puck drop? <laughs> Something like that. That's the coolest thing the NHL does. They're doing it in Nashville in February. Yeah. And who knows what the weather will be like for that. I mean, it could be 70 or it could be 12. Or anywhere in between. Hey, Dad, give me a winner. Oh, goodness. A lot to choose from. Let's go with the Georgia Bulldogs, though. I felt like, you know, there's so much of the uh, the narrative was, okay, they got exposed, blah, blah, blah. But that's, I think that's still the best team in college football. I think they still have a great chance to win mm. uh, the national championship game. I don't know if they will or not, but from talent, I like them more than Alabama top to bottom. And they just handled Michigan the way I, you know, I, I sort of thought they would, but I thought it might be a little closer. But that was that was a good game for them. They got their their swagger back, and now they'll they'll, they'll go into this game with a lot of confidence uh, on Monday night. I think I got to do a little digging and come up with a name. So I, I'll circle back to something that is Georgia related <laughs> for the for a winner in just a second. I'm going to kind of circle back to where we were just a second ago, and and I know this is rehashing just a little bit. Um, Ole Miss fans for what they did in New Orleans and at the Superdome. 66,000 and change was the official attendance for that game. I I don't think there's any way that we will ever know exactly how many Ole Miss fans were in that building. But it was easily 75% of the stadium. There were somewhere between 45 and 50, 55,000 Ole Miss fans that were at that game on Saturday night. And it's really, really cool to see. And they were into the game, and everybody was excited, and everybody was happy. And even after the game was over, I mean, obviously people are disappointed. You you play, and you keep scoring. <laughs> One team wins, and the other team loses. But when it was over, it wasn't like Ole Miss fans were like, "Ah, oh, here we go again." And, you know, it was it was a different feeling. There was this like cloud that was hovering in 2016. People knew that there was bad stuff on the horizon for Ole Miss. Post-Sugar Bowl 2016. Didn't know how bad, didn't know exactly when they were going to find out, didn't know what all was going to shake out, obviously. But people knew that there was stuff that was coming. You didn't have that feeling on Saturday night in New Orleans. It was a great season that ended with a disappointing loss. And I think Matt Corral is kind of like a a sub-winner in this as well. Uh, For that guy to show up and play and um, have the injury but not have it be more serious than it, uh, it could have been 
was uh, was absolutely good. All right, any other winners? Yeah, whoever gets drafted by the Pittsburgh Steelers. So tonight, seems likely, it hasn't been officially official yet, but the end of the Ben Roethlisberger era. Uh, fans mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh are, are treating this as his final game, his send-off <laughs> at Heinz Field in Pittsburgh. So the end of Big Ben means the beginning of whoever they pick up. And my goodness, if you're Kenny Pickett or you're Matt Corral, you really study hard before you have that interview with the Steelers because they're, or New Orleans as well, but there are very few franchises that are that good, with rosters that good, with coaches that good, that are needing a quarterback to play right away. And so whoever gets picked by the Steelers, congrats, because it could have been Washington. Here is the other winner for Georgia I was going to give you. Is the name Jamari Sawyer? You recognize that name? It's the starting left tackle for the Georgia Bulldogs. He's a senior. There are a lot of people that think that, um, oh, I just completely whiffed on it. Aiden Hutchinson, the um, defensive end for Michigan. There are a lot of people that think he might be the first pick in the draft. If that's the first pick in the draft, then Sawyer better be a first-rounder as well. Because if that's the best defensive player in college football, and it's not, but he's really, really good. Aiden Hutchinson is really, really good. And Sawyer absolutely dominated him. Locked him up. He had no effect on the game on Saturday night. So, Jamari Sawyer, left tackle for Georgia, a uh, a winner. Hey, Ed, you got another winner? Oh, I can't pronounce his name, but that receiver for Ohio State. Uh, basically, anybody who watched the Rose Bowl was a winner. That was a fantastic college football game in such a you know, We always talk about the great setting. Sometimes the game doesn't deliver, but this year it really did. Oh, Utah and Ohio State gave us probably one of the, the best Rose Bowls in recent memory and best bowl games in recent memory. It was just a fantastic game start to finish. I really enjoyed it. I got to go back and watch that one. I, I got to go find some right. time, uh, sometime where I can find a four hour window because it took forever to play that game. Um, and go back and watch it because it looks like it was just absolutely spectacular from the setting to the way the game was played to the, uh, to the finish, the whole deal. I got to go back and watch it. Obviously wasn't able to watch it other than bits and pieces on, uh, on Saturday night. All right. What about the other side of things? What about losers? Who you got? We've gotten some submissions for Antonio Brown. And Mm -hmm. and while I agree, I I absolutely agree, uh, I think a lot of people are directing that criticism at the wrong people. (laughs) Antonio Brown should have never been on the football field in the first place. He clearly needs clinical help. He does not need to be on a football field getting millions of dollars and new contracts and all this attention. He needs help. Serious help. He shouldn't have been on the field. The people that put him on the field, including Tom Brady, although I I really liked what he said after the game. But he does not need to be playing football. He needs to get professional help and possibly also, uh, from recent actions, should be in prison. But, (laughs) I mean, it's a lot of people's fault that that happened the way it did yesterday, including Antonio Brown's, of course. But he shouldn't have been in that situation in the first place to act like that. Shouldn't have been on the field. I agree with you. We got more 
of winners and losers coming up, including all of your submissions, which are coming in on the uh, C Spire text line. Got a bunch of them that you have already sent to us. We've also got some news that has uh, has popped a little bit earlier this afternoon as it pertains to the transfer portal. Actually, a lot of news as it pertains to the uh, transfer portal. We will get to that coming up with you as well. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalk TV. Excuse me, supertalktv.com. Be right back. Pick up. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon, call them at 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Venable Glass, locally owned and operated with free mobile service in the Tri-County area. Looking good so far this afternoon. Still no wrecks or breakdowns, no major congestion to speak of. Please buckle up and drive safe. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. you mind your own business mind my own business what's that supposed to mean no i was just thinking about all of the news of tax changes insurance changes regulations that are being passed down to business owners i don't have the time to keep growing and to keep up with changing payroll regulations i know it seems like all i do is handle employee related problems you know i hear people lease can help how can they help people lease can handle our payroll taxes employee benefits and workers compensation they even offer an affordable and customizable 401k program and a 24 7 online human resources support center for all my HR needs. Think of all the time we'll save letting People Lease handle our payroll and benefits administration. I'll be busy growing my business and letting People Lease take care of the rest. It sounds like a good business plan with People Lease. Let People Lease mind your business so you can mind your own business. Call now 601-987-3025. That's 601-987-3025 or visit freepayrollquotes.com for your free quote. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. (laughs) Are you feeling it? (sighs) Ream. The new degree of comfort. Start off 2022 with a fresh new look. Miss Kelly's New Year's two-day sale is Saturday and Monday only. Take up to 15% off our already low prices. Need something right away? Check out what's in stock at misskellys.com. Plus get 60 months financing with no down payment and no minimum purchase. With savings and financing, you can take home $3,500 worth of furniture and bedding for less than $63 a month. Wow! Saturday and Monday at all Miss Kelly's locations. What are your 2022 business goals? Simplified IT? More security? Dell Technologies has the expertise to help you. From transforming your digital workspaces to providing comprehensive end-to-end IT solutions. Get high-performance computers featuring Windows 11 Pro with powerful hardware-based security and savings up to 45% during Dell's New Year event sale. Get special financing through Dell Financial Services. Call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK-DELL. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Okay, what we do next? Keep it moving, buddy. You can be a part of Sports Talk Mississippi. 888-808-8637 on Super Talk Mississippi. 
Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com, Monday afternoon, start of the new year, the 3rd of January. Hope you are well. We are glad to have you along for the ride. So let's switch to the uh, the loser's side of winners and losers, and then we will get to uh, yours. Many, many, many messages coming in from you on the um, C Spire text line. You can text us at 601-879-4395. Again, 601-879-4395. So the Dallas Cowboys, Borky, I think fall in the loser's category. After uh, after their game yesterday, th- this Cowboys team is weird. You and I were talking about it earlier today. And the Cowboys, when it's all said and done, might be a Super Bowl team. But they might also be a team that gets bounced in the, uh, in the wild card round. And they look really, really good offensively, and then they look not good offensively. They lose 25-22 to the, the Cardinals yesterday. And the Cardinals are a good football team. Kyler Murray had a you know fine game. But man, boy, didn't didn't Dallas offensively yesterday leave you wanting more? And it wasn't a terrible game for Prescott. I mean, he throws three touchdowns in the game, but and some of the some of the uh, the headlines out of the the Dallas news outlets surrounding yesterday's ball game and the Dallas uh, Cowboys, not great. And it's just a weird Dallas team. It's been up and down. They play well and then they don't play well. And I, I have. It's just hard to trust them with the playoffs just around the corner. Yeah, and Arizona's good, but they've been really struggling lately. Yeah. And they got to break that mold. The stats don't lie. They can't run the football. And Zeke Elliott and Pollard are supposed to be good backs, and they're supposed to be good up front, and they don't run the ball well. Um, 17 carries for 45 yards yesterday. Dak Prescott, the leading rusher, five carries for 20 yards. Zeke Elliott ran it nine times for an average of 1.8 yards per carry. This is a guy who was the best running back in football, what, three, four seasons ago. He had his long run on nine carries was six yards. It's why you don't pay running backs what they paid him. But either yeah, way, you're right. uh, no, I'm with you. The, the consistency is mind-blowing, or the lack thereof. I'm, you're spot on. It's a team where if, if you knocked me out and woke me up in mid-February into the Dallas Cowboys in the Super Bowl, I'd be like, oh, yeah, okay, great defense, Quarterback that doesn't make mistakes, figured out the running game, all good. But if also you woke me up in a couple of weeks and said the Cowboys lost in the first round, I would be like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. They're mm-hmm. not consistent enough. It, it's a, a hard team to get a read on for sure, but that was a weird loss yesterday. It was. Because be- they were better than Arizona. Or they, At least I thought so, but the score says otherwise. Yeah, you're right. They lose that uh, lose that football game. You got any more losers? Oh, I'm I'm good to turn it over to the text line if you are. All right, let's do it because we got a bunch of them coming in. Uh, Zeke is trash. Tony Pollard is way better, dude. Well, I said we said that three years ago on this show or two years ago on this show. I mean, okay, but did you see Tony Pollard's numbers yesterday? Not good. Yeah, they weren't very good either. Like they're not a good team running the football. Period. Uh, let's see here. Dallas fan here. That was like a lot of Cowboys games against playoff teams that I've seen. Yeah. Uh, here's one. Winner. Mike Tomlin. 
for handling Antonio Brown for what? Nine seasons? Mike Tomlin's really good at his job. He's not just a good football coach. He's a great leader of men. That's a guy that has the respect of every single player in his locker room. That's why I said what I did about, you know, now that Matt Corral's entering draft prep, that's one of the interviews that he'll do that I would spend a little extra time on. All right, this opens up a really interesting conversation, and I don't want to derail us going through your winners and losers with this, but we need to bookmark this from Chase and Columbus and circle back. He says losers, college football fans. Through eight years of playoff semifinal games, the cumulative score is 623 for the winners and 280 for the losers. The average score in the games, 39-17. And there are a lot of people, and Chase has been one of them, that would point to that being the reason that you don't expand. I actually think it is maybe the reason that you do expand to 12 teams. Your top four teams are going to get a bye. And I think you would get some really, really compelling quarterfinal games. And sometimes we see a team that gets just left out of the top four that is playing good enough football that maybe they would be better suited to win one of those games against the top four teams than the teams that are matched up. I think Baylor's an example, right? I mean, Baylor would have been in the playoff. And Baylor, whether it had been facing off against Ole Miss or somebody else, that defense travels. Yeah, it does. I mean, big. Yeah, you think about TCU in 2014. And, and obviously, we're just talking about examples that we've seen against Ole Miss where the Rebels have lost in New Year's Six Bowl games. That TCU team was good, and they were mad, and they were playing great at the end of the year. Yep. And didn't get in. They might have been better suited. I think you would get some really compelling quarterfinal games to set up really fun semifinals. I mean, imagine the Rose Bowl that we just watched. Oh, yeah. And winner moves on. Yeah. Um, I, I was talking to a friend about this, actually. Because he, he, had the same, he has the same argument as Chase and even Nick Saban today. Well, I mean, you know, the same teams are going to win. Maybe so. But depending on how they format the 12, let's say they go with they seed 1 through 12 and the top four get buys. In the first round of the playoffs, Alabama and Georgia don't play. So you would have had eight teams that are on equal footing playing in playoff games. Because right now the semifinals in the playoff are awful games on an annual basis. Awful. Except for Oklahoma-Georgia. Yeah, a good semifinal game has been the exception, not the rule. Sid gives us both a winner and a loser. He says, losers, fans, whiners, that constantly complain that the announcers are against their team. I hear you, Sid. And he says, winners, uh, Matt Corral, as both a player and a leader, and me, talking about himself, Sid is, says, granddaughter number two on December 16th. All right. Congratulations, Sid. Uh, I was a winner and a loser. Two four-piece chicken boxes and soft drinks at Willie's Chicken Shack on Canal. Fine chicken, but $57 for it. (laughs) It better have been good chicken for that. (laughs) Was it fried in gold? It better have been been good chicken. 
Uh, Jerry in Waynesboro. Here is a winner. Except for his first season with the team in 2007, Alabama football has been ranked number one in every single season. Nick Saban has been a head coach in Tuscaloosa. Pretty good. Another winner. Sam Williams might have played himself into a top 15 pick. I don't know if he'll go that high, but he's made a lot of money in the last two months. Let's see here. Winner, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Loser, Antonio Brown. Okay. Randy in Aberdeen, he says, winners, SEC teams, Georgia and Alabama for dominating their opponents and facing off in the championship game. Matt Corral for being a team leader and putting the team ahead of himself. I'm a state fan, but he has earned my respect. Loser, Mississippi State offense and those keyboard cowards that get on Facebook and say they are glad when someone gets hurt, you are disgusting. That's from Randy in Aberdeen. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Loser, SEC for a subpar bowl season. Winner, SEC for having the two best teams in college football and owning the playoffs. How do you grade the SEC Borky for the bowl season? Because they're going to finish about 500 this year. Fine with that. I mean, here's the thing. So, Ole Miss aside, the better teams in the league performed well. Yeah. Arkansas won, Kentucky won. Alabama and Georgia won. And we'll LSU didn't play. tomorrow night. They're not one of the better teams in the league, but they're going to play. But AM didn't play. Ole Miss lost their first round pick at quarterback, what, three series into the game. Uh, the bottom of the league, like every conference, not very good. Missouri probably didn't belong in a bowl game, got beat by Army. That's what it is. The SEC has more depth at the top than every other league in college football, but the bottom teams are still bad, just like everybody else in college football. The 13th best team in the SEC went to a bowl game. Yeah. South Carolina winner. They smoked North Carolina in the Dukes-Mayo Bowl. Shane Beamer wearing the uh, the Dukes-Mayo on his head. That was disgusting. Oh, gross. What a coaching job, though. He's done an incredible job. And then goes after Dennis Dodd publicly. I mean, went after him. We'll be back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, partly sunny conditions, high near 45. Tonight, mostly clear and cold, low all the way down to 27. Your Tuesday, sunny skies, high near 55. Tuesday evening, partly cloudy, low around 40. And for your Wednesday, a slight chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 64. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland is now offering monoclonal antibody treatments. Monoclonal antibody therapy offers a way to help reduce and prevent severe symptoms in COVID-positive patients and for those who have been in close contact with someone who has tested positive. Most insurance providers will cover the cost. If you are uninsured, you may be eligible for reimbursement through the federal government. To find out if you are eligible for this treatment option, call Innovative Health Clinic today, 601-944-5585. 
1-800-227-5025. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Carrier Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. At Green Home Solutions, we make air better. Indoor air pollution can cause health risks such as asthma, eye issues, itchy and sore throats, respiratory problems, and skin irritations. Green Home Solutions provides you the indoor air quality you want for your home or business without indoor air pollutions and without the use of harmful chemicals. Create a balanced, healthy, and clean environment with Green Home Solutions. We make air better. Call me, owner Michael Keaton, at 601-988-7840 or look for us on Facebook. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley's specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. In the metro area, the houses talk. Hey, Jan, how's it going today? Hey, Barney. You're not sold yet? No, my shutters need replacing, my floors need unbuckling, my boudoirs need updating. Well, my person called Will White with the price, and Will White said the price was right. No updating, no nothing. I'm sold as of tomorrow. Call Will White. He buys houses. 601-401-4323. 601-401-4323. Or online at homebuyersms.com. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. My name is Jason Mitchell. The Mississippi State Department of Health has reported 17,525 more cases of COVID-19. Three-day total, which covers December 30th through January 1st, averages out to around 5,841 cases per day. As the Omicron variant runs its course on Mississippi, Dr. Thomas Dobbs encourages all Mississippians to get the vaccine, as it's shown to provide 70% protection versus the new strain. And in the world of Mississippi politics, Jackson County Sheriff Mike Ezell has officially filed his qualifying paperwork for his campaign for U.S. Congress. Ezell, who has been sheriff since 2004, will run as a Republican against incumbent Stephen Palazzo. In a press release, Ezell stated that his campaign will revolve around strong borders, law and order, as well as integrity and ethics. Congressional races will take place on November 8, 2022. For anything and everything Mississippi politics, find Supertalk Mississippi News on Twitter, Facebook, or online at supertalk.fm forward slash news. Trustmark is the bank that fits you to a T. You can bank right on your phone or tablet with the My Trustmark app. Our mortgage lenders will help you buy your dream two-story tutor. And Trustmark Tailored Wealth offers tried and true advice that makes transforming your future a piece of uh, toast? Nice. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. This is Mississippi State Bulldog Jake Mangum. Family is everything. On the field, at home, everywhere. When I step up to the plate, it means the world that my family is behind me every swing. That's why I love my Farm Bureau family. They've got my back no matter what. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. 
Mississippi, your new home for the Ben Shapiro Show. We don't hold back. We never shy away from telling you the truth. The most electrifying national talk show on air today. We have the most important guests and the biggest thinkers in America. Ben Shapiro, brutally breaking down the issues of the day. From politics to pop culture, we take a look at all of it. So don't miss out. Weeknights at 9. For something new and unique in talk radio, take a listen to the Ben Shapiro Show. On Super Talk Mississippi. I listen to it at work. At work. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi. Did you get that memo? Yes, sir. Thanks for being with us on this Monday afternoon. Richard Cross and Michael Borky. Hey, Dad, slipped out a little bit early today. He's feeling fine, but can't get that cough to go away. And so he is going to rejoin us tomorrow afternoon. So let's talk about roster changes. And we could say transfer portal. That's fine. But it's not just transfer portal. So things are looking different are going to look different for Ole Miss. Things are going to look different for Mississippi State, and maybe a little bit of a surprise on the Mississippi State front. Not like knock-you-out-of-your-seat surprise, but maybe a little bit of surprise. Uh, Makai Polk is entering the NFL draft. Announced over the weekend that he was not returning to uh, Mississippi State, was going to enter the NFL draft. A remarkable season for Makai Polk, leading receiver for Mississippi State by a million, uh, transfer into Starkville. And Borky, you were talking, you, you and I were talking about this earlier today. We were talking about it this morning on our production call. Makai Polk is the example of why the transfer portal is great. There are plenty of examples of the, the negative. Guys that end up without a spot that you know the music stops and they don't have a chair to sit in or that they just transfer because they're not any good and they're not playing and they want a better shot, and guess what? They're still not any good and they're still not playing at their next place. But for some guys, the transfer portal makes all the sense in the world, and Makai Polk is one that falls into that category. Oh, yeah. I mean, what I keep going back to is if he were still at Cal, would he get the chance to go play in the NFL this year? Maybe. But would he have been as productive as he was? Would he be a 1,000-yard receiver if he stayed at Cal? Because I can tell you what that answer is. That answer is no. So he was at Cal, and they really struggle offensively. Bad quarterback play, system not great. Hell, they can't even complete their schedule this season anyway on time. A lot of issues at Cal. And then he goes to Mississippi State to play the system as a wide receiver that will get him touches, will get him targets, will get him catches, will get him yards, and will get him to the NFL. He's now got film, 1,000 yards worth of it, against the best defenses in college football. Texas A&M, a team filled with five stars. He can show that film to NFL teams now. An opportunity that he would have never gotten at Cal. He went to Mississippi State. You can argue that you know, maybe he should have stuck around for another year to continue to improve that stock. But yeah. the transfer portal absolutely, undoubtedly made him money by making this decision and going where he went. 
This is why I like the portal. Because this guy, Makai Polk, made money because of its because of its existence, and he improved his circumstances, and now he gets to go play in the league, which he will next season, no doubt. I don't know the cumulative numbers for you, but these game-by-game numbers are, are interesting. Makai Polk, in the opener against Louisiana Tech, 10 catches for 57 yards, 4 for 33 against NC State. Coming out party against Memphis, 11 for 136 and a touchdown. 8 for 78 and a touchdown against LSU. Huge against Texas A&M. 13 catches, 126 yards, and two touchdowns. 7 for 59 against Alabama. 6 for 53 and two touchdowns against Vanderbilt. 5 for 51 against Kentucky. 8 catches for 117 yards at Arkansas. 8 catches, 61 yards, two touchdowns at Auburn. Nine catches for 110 yards against Tennessee State and a touchdown. Ten catches for 98 yards against Ole Miss. And in the bowl game against Texas Tech, nine catches, I'm sorry, seven catches for 57 yards. He was good. He was consistent. He caught basically everything that was thrown his way. Got into the end zone a bunch. You got to be happy for Makai Polk. But it's a big loss for Mississippi State also. It is. It absolutely is. Um, you know, they get a lot of pieces coming back, right? You get your quarterback, you have your running back room. It is a pretty talented group of receivers. Uh, but, but we'll see what this offense is going to be next year. It's not as um, loaded as it's being made out to be. Now, I still expect them to continue to take steps and all that. When you sure. have a, when you return your quarterback, it helps. But now you're losing your what you can argue is your best offensive player in Charles Cross. You lose your right tackle, and now you're losing your best wide receiver. So uh, we'll see if they dip their toes into the portal again or, or somebody steps up. But, yeah, it, it is a significant loss for sure. He's really good and stable, especially reliable in that offense. And um, I don't think many people – I could be misreading it. I don't think many people expected him to go. Maybe he got really good feedback. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's got to be the reason, right? I mean, you, you don't just go for the sake of going. You go because you, you think you've got a chance to uh, to make a difference at the next level and to get paid at the next level. So, yeah, I mean, on the offensive side, Mississippi State, they, they got a lot of work to do in the offseason. Uh, got to shore up the offensive line. Got to figure out who the go-to guy is in the passing game. Uh, got to continue to have Will Rogers develop and, uh, and play at the high level that he's playing. And, you know, figure out a way to get more production out of two really good running backs in, in Johnson and Marks. So we'll, we'll see how it all shakes out for Mississippi State. After the game on Saturday night, almost immediately after the game, Jerrion Ely let it be known that he had played his last game at Ole Miss. There were people that thought the wording of how he put that out there, how it was reported, was strange. Last game at Ole Miss, is he going to enter the transfer portal? Well, the following day, he, uh, he makes it known via Twitter, through a thank you message and all of those things that he is entering the NFL draft. Jerrion Ely, he's going to test well, isn't he? Yeah, he'll test well. He's going to run well. fast. He's shifty. He's explosive. Probably stronger than he gets credit for. But he's not huge. And NFL teams don't generally reach for running backs. What do you think the best case is for Jerrion Ely in terms of draft? Oh, mid-round guy. Round? Yeah. Hey, the thing is, and I've had people ask me, why would he do this? Why would he do this? And you're right. He probably could have improved 
his stock. He could have. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't going to be at Ole Miss as long as Connor and Parrish are still in that room. And even if they're not, apparently Zach Evans, Ole Miss leads to get his transfer. So carry, there, there was not going to be a dominant running back in that room. They were going to split carries regardless. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe that could have happened elsewhere. But the thing about running backs is you have to be special, like the best in college football, to get a look at a first-round pick. To get a look at it. They don't draft running backs anymore. Not really. I mean, you may get one at the end of the first round this year. Maybe. So if you're not that guy and you're healthy, the advice is probably to go. In in terms of guys that are in the NFL that were stars in college that were not reaches in the draft, obviously Derrick Henry has been massive for the Titans. He's a freak. He's a difference maker. Jonathan Taylor, out of Wisconsin, he's been really Really good, but you know where they picked him? He was a, he was an elite college running back, elite, elite. end of the or second round, into the second round. Yeah, yeah. NFL teams believe they can go get a running back. I, mean, I like Jerry Ely. I, I hope it works out well for him. Uh, you know, hope he's able to find a home and and really have. I think it was the right decision, especially at running back. I mean, you've only got so many. I mean, this is. Cliche, forgive me. There's only so much tread on the tires, though, when you're talking about running back. And uh, it's like that that is a position where you age faster than anywhere else on the football field. Zeke Elliott's a great example, right? Yeah, Zeke Elliott. Uh, I mean, Saquon Barkley. Yeah. Uh, Christian McCaffrey can't stay healthy. And, and Jerry Neely's already had shoulder surgery. Yeah. So I'm with you. If I were advising him and you got feedback that you're going to get drafted not in the last round, that you're going to get... Drafted in the make the roster rounds one through five. Yeah, you're healthy. Go. And then the transfer portal news that has probably grabbed the most attention because it's the player that has grabbed the most attention for Ole Miss cumulatively over the course of the last three years. John Rice Plumley is entering the transfer portal now. Most people think that he's headed for UCF to go play in Gus Malzahn's offense. Does that make sense? It does make sense. I mean, that that's kind of the level where this is. Uh, a lot of people are asking, like you said, for uh, because he's extremely likable and he's from Mississippi and there was one game in garbage time against LSU where he ran for a lot of yards and people are still hanging on to that. But we've gotten the question ten times on the text line, why is he transferring to play? That's why. Because and he wants to play quarterback, too. He was not going to play quarterback at Ole Miss. Uh, Lane Kiffin likes to throw the ball, needs an effective passer, and he is not it. I mean, we've seen it. Um, He wants to play, and it's that simple. He wasn't going to play at Ole Miss. It's not because Lane Kiffin didn't like him. It's because in the SEC, you have rosters, even in Mississippi, filled with elite-level athletes at all the skill positions. He's going to have to go win a job at UCF, though. I mean, he's not. I mean, that's not just going to be his job because he walks in the door. Obviously, Dylan Gabriel has moved on. Mikey Keene's been pretty good. He's a freshman. I mean, I like, I like what John Rice Plumley can do more than Joey Gatewood. He's gonna have to go beat Mikey Keene out though, and maybe he can. I mean, Gus Malzahn has taken athletic guys before and had success with them at uh, at the quarterback position. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com. We'll be right back to wrap up the 4 o'clock hour.
from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you. They're in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Just call 601-605-4443. Still looking good for the most part. No wrecks or breakdowns, no major problems. Some minor congestion uh, being reported Lakeland at Lakeland Commons. Elsewhere, no other major problems. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers, 601-353-5217. Demand the best for your truck. Linex spray-on bed liners give the only nationwide lifetime warranty. Linex of Jackson is your source for all of your truck accessory needs. From lift kits, wheels, tires, bed covers, hitches, you name it, we do it. Want leather installed in your car or truck? We even give a lifetime warranty on our leather. Linex of Jackson has been your source for spray-in bed liner and truck accessories for over 20 years. Come see us on Highway 80 between airport and crossgates. Linex of Jackson, 601-664-0030. This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree? Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard, and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. Anytime you play sports, accidents can happen. And your next play should be Mississippi Sports Medicine Urgent Ortho Care. Our subspecialized surgeons and staff are ready to take care of your injury and get you back to peak performance. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 in Jackson, 8 to 7 in Flowood in Madison, and Saturday, 8 to 2 in Madison. Any injury, any sport, Mississippi Sports Medicine Urgent Ortho Care gets you back in the game. You say goodbye and I say hello. With Mercari, your unneeded things can find a new life. Hello, hello. Easily list and sell. I know why you say goodbye and I say hello. Or discover great finds. Hello. Buy or sell almost anything. You say goodbye and I say hello. Download Mercari on the app stores or at Mercari.com. Mercari, your marketplace. This is a court-ordered notice. Current and former Volkswagen and Audi owners or lessees may be eligible to receive payments and other benefits from a legal settlement related to allegedly defective Takata airbags in their vehicles. To see if your vehicle is included and to file a claim, go to AutoAirbagSettlement.com or call 1-888-735-5596. That's AutoAirbagSettlement.com or 1-888-735-5596. This is Jake Mangum. Some call me the mayor. No player wins any game by themselves. It takes a team. So if you want excellent customer service and competitive insurance rates, you need to go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau, just like I did. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. A lot of businesses are losing opportunities to get new customers if they're not online. With the power of Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital, you can reach potential customers and get more referral and repeat business. The highly trained and trusted team at Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. 
Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Can you feel it? Can you hear it? Sports Talk Mississippi. Yeah! On Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com. Sports Talk brought to you in part by M-Trade Park. We are getting closer, a lot closer, like a month from tomorrow, to the first baseball tournament of the season at M-Trade Park. By the way, 46 days from opening day for college baseball season. It is uh, currently, what's the temperature outside, Borky? Are we in the 20s or the, uh, 34? Oh, that's not not too bad. But two days ago it was 80, so who knows what we're going to get for opening day, right? 70 and sunny on opening day every single year. M-Trade Park, excited to announce their spring tournament schedule. It's online and available at mtradepark.com. You can register your team. Heavy slate of U-Triple-S-A baseball and fast-pitch tournaments starting with baseball on February 4th. they got big soccer tournaments coming up this year as well. If you're a coach, if you're a player, if you're a parent, check it out online, mtradepark.com. Unbelievably good facilities for all of the sports and all of the tournaments that they offer. Check them out, mtradepark.com. Richard Cross, Michael Borky with you, wrapping up the 4 o'clock hour. I feel like I've missed something in terms of roster management, roster changeover news. We talked about Makai Polk. We talked about Plumlee. We talked about Ely. I mean, that's the Ole Miss had a guy that doesn't play that hit the portal, but I mean, that's going to happen. That is going to happen everywhere. You're going to have guys that don't play that hit the portal, and sure, some of them will make mistakes. Some of them will drop down uh, to the group of five, and some will even drop down to the FCS if that's what it takes. But so far, locally, that's all we got. We have yet to touch on the big one, though, nationally, anyway. Caleb Williams, the quarterback at Oklahoma, has entered the transfer portal now. He is not necessarily ruling out returning to Oklahoma. Obviously, there are people in the state of Mississippi whose ears popped up and their eyes got really big when they saw Caleb Williams, the quarterback, was on the open market. There was a, uh, an interesting thread from Joel Klatt on, uh, on Twitter and then the um, the genius that is Mark Jones, the play-by-play announcer at ESPN, kind of went at Joel Klatt, and, and Klatt just kind of turned around and owned him. Here's what Joel Klatt tweeted. Caleb Williams is a free agent. Exploring my options also means who will pay the most. Every player is now a free agent every single year. But then he followed it up with, I've always argued that players should enjoy more autonomy over their careers than what they have had in the past. It's our new reality and not necessarily a bad thing. Transfer portal needs to be tweaked, but for the most part, it allows players to find the spot where they can best succeed as a player and a person. I believe the portal should not be open during the season. 
Allowing for an emotional and uninformed decision is not beneficial. I think I agree with everything that Joel Klatt says there. The the one thing, Borky, to me that's concerning is the whole tampering recruiting players on other rosters during the year. That part of it's kind of gross. Yeah. Because what that does... It spoils the kids' season. You know? Sure. If And I, I am very pro-player. I think they should be allowed to transfer. And if I think if Caleb Williams is just seeing who gives him the biggest NIL deal, I say good because uh, he's a legal adult, and legal adults should be allowed to negotiate their pay. Um, I, I would be a hypocrite if I criticized that because I would love to get paid more money myself. So... From that front, I just I can't believe the criticism there. But I, I do agree yeah. with there needs to be some kind of guarding, and it's not guarding the coaches. I don't care if Lane Kiffin in the seven and a half million dollars a year has a harder time building his roster. That's what you get paid for. Get over it. You can do it from your house in Boca, or your second one in LA that you can afford now with your seven and a half million dollars. I have no sympathy for the coaches, but when you've got a backup wide receiver, let's say that is really close to getting in the rotation. You know, has a couple good weeks of practice and maybe shows out in a game, he'll start playing more. But instead, he's got coach at State U calling him and calling him and calling him saying, hey, you'd play at my school. Why don't you go ahead and hit that portal and, hey, here's what I'm going to do in my offense for you. That spoils his opportunity in one of the four years of eligibility he gets. I don't like that. I, I agree on that front. I wonder where Caleb Williams ends up. I mean, Oklahoma obviously is a possibility that he stays there, that Oklahoma puts together a package, or Oklahoma's boosters put together a package that is incredibly enticing for him on the uh, the name, image, and likeness front. Maybe he goes to be with his former coach, uh, Lincoln Riley, at Southern Cal. Or maybe it's somewhere completely different. I will say this. Spencer Rattler... Getting paid to go to South Carolina. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, they worked out a big deal. You want Caleb Williams? It's going to cost you. It's going to cost you a lot. How much is Caleb Williams worth? You can get that guy with that skill set, with that talent on your roster if you need a quarterback. What's it worth? Fox News, I'm Pam Puso. Americans are paying more for meat, and President Biden believes it's partly because a handful of producers control the industry. Capitalism without competition isn't capitalism, it's exploitation. That's what we're seeing in meat and poultry. And those industries now. The president who met virtually with independent farmers and ranchers plans to give them COVID relief money to expand their operations. Many industry groups object to the oversight. More Americans could soon be eligible for COVID-19 booster shots. The recommendation from the FDA still has to be signed off on by the CDC, but it would mean that Pfizer booster eligibility would expand to those 12 and up. Fox's Tanya J. Powers, boosters are already recommended for everyone 16 and older. America's listening to Fox News.
This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live Maine lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple of fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy port beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Have Smith Marine winterize your boat so it's done right. See the 2022 Crest Pontoons with great Suzuki outboard warranties. Come see the pros at Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive on the res by Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. This is Super Talk Mississippi News. My name's JT Mitchell. An 84-year-old man in Claiborne County has been charged with first-degree murder. Carl Wells was taken into custody after sheriffs responded to a report of shots fired on Thursday night. The victim was identified as 43-year-old Marquise Johnson, and no motive for the shooting has been released yet. However, Wells was denied bond. In other crime news around the Magnolia State, a Hazelhurst police officer was responding to a call around 2 in the morning on Sunday. Upon arrival, the officer found what no parent ever wants to see. Her own son was the one who had been shot. The victim has been identified as 20-year-old Charles Stewart Jr. Now, the Mississippi Bureau of Investigation has taken over the case, as it involves the family member of a police officer. MBI is asking for the community's help, so if you know anything about the death of Stewart, please contact MBI or the Hazelhurst Police Department. For the latest news, find us online at supertalk.fm forward slash news. What do members of the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation look like? We have members from every corner of Mississippi from all walks of life. All over the state, we see two types of memberships, active members of the farming community and associate members who utilize Farm Bureau services like insurance. All memberships support Mississippi agriculture. When Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. The Mississippi Lottery is introducing a new daily draw game. It's called Cash 4, and if you know how to play Cash 3, you know how to play Cash 4. It's just that easy. You can play for 50 cents or a dollar, with winnings from $100 all the way up to $5,000. And you can play every day with drawings at the same time as Cash 3. Cash 4 begins January 10th. Play Cash 4 and win more. Have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. As COVID cases continue to surge in Mississippi, Jackson State has announced they're making new pandemic adjustments for the spring semester. Starting next Monday, January 10th, faculty will teach all in-person classes in what the university is referring to as an online synchronous format. In-person courses will resume on Monday, January 24th. All returning students and visitors will have to provide a negative PCR test that's no more than three days old before moving back on campus. Thus far, no other schools in Mississippi have announced an online format going into the spring semester. And rumors about Bucky's, the world's largest convenience store coming to Mississippi, have been going on for months. But now, it's official. At the tail end of last week, Bucky's closed on a 43-acre property in Harrison County, right off of I-10. While construction may take a year or two, all the details surrounding what Bucky's is about can be found at supertalk.fm forward slash news. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at Supertalk News. I'm JT Mitchell.
Before the action begins, make sure your bets are in. Every hit. This ball is crushed. Every point. Who are they give it to? Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino revolutionizes the fan experience. On your phone, casino kiosk, at the timeout lounge. Don't just be a fan, be a player, be a winner. Get to Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. We're not just fans, we're here to play. When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business, win with authority. Your partners in IT. Get connected to the fastest internet speeds available. Visit seaspire.com slash business. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. I can't believe what I'm hearing. This is Sports Talk Mississippi right here on Super Talk Mississippi. show of the new year. Great to be with you. Richard Cross and Michael Borky. Hey, that'll rejoin us tomorrow. Thanks for being with us. You want to be a part of the conversation? Hit us up on the Ceasefire text line at 601-879-4395. Sports talk coming to you every single day from the Pearl River Resort studio. Pearl River Resort is the home of the Sportsbook at Timeout Lounge. That's where we will be one week from today. National Championship game coming your way Next Monday, a rematch of the SEC championship game between Alabama and the Georgia Bulldogs. going to be played in Indianapolis this time, so a lot of good stuff coming. And uh, certainly going to be fun to uh, be at the Sportsbook at Timeout Lounge next week with you. You should visit them as well. Let's, uh, let's, take, a, uh, let's take our time here as we get into, for the first time in 2022, the college football Fix. Still driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Log on. You know where. BuyFordNow.com. Find out why the best-selling trucks are built Ford Tough. You can test drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealers today. The F-150 best-selling truck in America for 44 straight years. So, for the college football fix, let's look back at the two semifinal games. Alabama absolutely dominated Cincinnati. But, and this can be true also, I think, Cincinnati looked like it belonged. But I'm glad you, you started that because, man, I was spending a little time on social media, which you know that's a mistake. It always is. But... After it was very clear that Alabama was the better, more athletic, more physical team, and they were going to win the game comfortably, which they did, I said, Cincinnati deserved this spot. Nobody behind them would have fared better. In the amount of responses that I got that said otherwise uh, were kind of shocking to me. Because let's just play this out for a second. Uh, The team directly behind Cincinnati lost to Cincinnati... At home. The team directly behind Notre Dame is Ohio State, who their last time they played got obliterated by Michigan. 
And did you see what Michigan was able to do against Georgia? Mm-hmm. Not good. Have you watched Ohio State play defense at all? I promise you, Cincinnati has a better defense that held Alabama in check better than Ohio State's could have imagined. Maybe Ohio State would have been able to generate more points against Alabama, but if you're telling me that Ohio State would have kept it within four touchdowns, like Cincinnati was able to do, it, the, the score would not have been any different. We have a entire playoff era's sample size worth of Alabama in semifinal games where they flat-out dominate the Blue Bloods that belong, and they do it every year, so it would not have been any different any year. Cincinnati, Notre Dame, Ohio State, Baylor, they all would have faced the same fate that Alabama gave to Cincinnati. Let's not spin it any other way. I I could make the argument that Ohio State would have scored more points than Cincinnati did, but I don't think they would have stopped Alabama as well as Cincinnati did, and so I think you probably would have ended up with a three-touchdown margin, but it might have been... You know, 45 to 24. It would have looked like the SEC championship instead of the semifinal. Bryce Young was good, but he didn't put up big numbers. 17 of 28, 181 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Tell you who was really good. It's funny how this guy pops because he has not had the type year that some of the elite Alabama running backs have had. Brian Robinson, 26 carries. 204 yards, averaged almost eight yards per carry, and set a college football playoff semifinal record with 204 rushing yards in the game. Desmond Ritter, pretty pedestrian, 17 to 32, 144 yards. Jerome Ford ran it 15 times for 77 yards in the game. Cincinnati could do nothing offensively. Hey, uh, remember in the offseason, Borky? When we were talking about Alabama and there were people that said, you know, this might be Alabama's best defense since 2008. I think I remember you saying that specifically. Well, and and early they kind of looked like that. Like against Miami and Mercer. Then they gave up 29 to Florida. Turned out not to be a very good Florida team. Ole Miss scored 21 on them. They gave up 41 to A&M in a loss. But since that loss to A&M, Alabama has given up 9, 24, 14, 3. Gave up 35 to Arkansas. Arkansas scored and gave Alabama all they wanted. Had to come from behind against Auburn. Ended up giving up 24 to Georgia, but that wasn't all that close. So this is not like Alabama's best defense ever. They're plenty good. Well, and you got to think of, good. You got to think of eras too. I, I mean, you'll see people that'll compare this defense to the 2011 defense. Oh well, Alabama played so such better defense back then. I, I mean, statistically sure, but you have to play more snaps and faster than you've ever played in college football. It's just the nature of the game now. More teams are throwing it around the yard than they ever have. Mm-hmm. You need to go and to the advanced stats where you see points per possession or stuff like that is really where you need to start comparing defenses because this era of college football in the targeting era, all that stuff, has changed the way you have to look at defenses. Because Alabama's elite defensively, even if they have given up points at 
at a higher clip than they used to this season. It's just not the same anymore. You're right. You're right. And against a good Cincinnati team, they hold them to six points. And again, I would uh, I would stand by the fact that Cincinnati looked like they belonged. They deserved to be there. They did. I mean, Since, Cincinnati looked more like it deserved to be there against Alabama than Michigan did against Georgia. And and I look, Michigan deserved to be there. Michigan earned its way into that game, and then they just got absolutely dominated. Georgia was spectacular on Friday night. Spectacular. Oh, yeah. And it's the best collection of talent minus the quarterback, who, to his credit, is doing well. He played really well. He threw for 313 yards and three touchdowns in the game, completed 67% of his passes, threw the ball down the field. It was really good. And then it was like running back by collection. I mean, Zamir White had the most carries, but they had, what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different guys that carried the football, including Stetson Bennett. And there was one play in particular, what, in the first half where you look at you go, okay, that's why Stetson Bennett's playing. And what would have probably been a sack for a loss of 8 or 10 yards if um, JT Daniels is playing? Stetson Bennett scrambles and he turns it into a 20-yard rush. It's a positive play. I thought, I thought what Todd Munkin came out and said leading up to the game was telling. He didn't pull any punches. Todd Munkin doesn't pull any punches. He said, Stetson Bennett's the guy that gives us the best chance to win at the quarterback position. And I don't know why we make it so complicated sometimes, right? If somebody has a bad game, we're like, oh, you got to go to the other guy. Maybe the guy that they're playing is the one that looks the best in practice every day. Maybe the guy that they're playing is the one that his teammates respond to the best. Maybe he gets Georgia in the right play more. Maybe JT Daniels hasn't been great for Georgia in practice, and that's why Stetson Bennett has won the job and held on to the job all the way through and now has them playing in a national championship game. I mean, you remember hearing what some people nationally, oh, you, you just got to play him. You, you got to play Daniels. Why? Well, he, he's better. How do you know? Well, well, he just is. Todd Munkin. Say, yeah, but I mean, the, 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 I mean, I hear you, Borky. No, I, I didn't say that. I'm no, saying no, you I know, were... I know, I, I know you're not arguing that point. But, but, but to what you're saying, why have you got to just play him? Don't you think if he literally, actually, truthfully was better, Georgia, who wants to win a national championship for the first time in, stop me if you've heard this before, since 1980, like they really years. want to win one. And if JT Daniels gave them the best chance to win one, I think they probably would be playing JT Daniels. When when those people had that take, and with all due respect to the ill, that take was said on this show as well, you are implying that Kirby Smart and Todd Munkin are actively choosing to not play their best option at the most important position on the field. That's that what you're sense, arguing. Does it? You don't get to OC an NFL team by not playing your best players. You're right. You're right. I mean, it just it makes the most sense. I probably overthink it sometimes. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com. we got more coming up with you. That's your college football fix driven by Ford. 
and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. More coming up from the Pearl River Resort Studios right after this. The Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive. Crossgates, call 601-605-4443. So far, some minor delays in Brandon on 80 eastbound at North Street as well as westbound at Eastwood Drive. This update brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, the best place to finance your auto, home, boat, and more. Also take advantage of their free checking and mobile deposit capture at River Trust Federal Credit Union. This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Take advantage of year-end savings during the Season of Inspiration sales event going on right now at Mazda of Jackson. That's right. Mazda of Jackson is giving you amazing savings to close out the year. Now, through December 31st only, get 0.9% financing on all remaining 2021s in stock. That's right. 0.9% APR, which will save you thousands in finance charges. And Mazda of Jackson will take care of your first year's maintenance at no cost to you. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Not only do we have amazing savings, but we have the most incredible credit team around. They work hard to get you approved because 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Have a trade? Bring it in. And we'll give you top dollar for it even if you don't buy a new one from us. Get to Mazda of Jackson during the Season of Inspiration sales event. Going on now. Mazda of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. MazdaofJackson.com. See dealer for details with approved credit on select models. When the power goes out, your life is disrupted. Heat, air conditioning, refrigeration, phones, all gone. Be prepared for the next outage with a Generac Home Standby Generator. After sensing a power outage, a Generac Generator automatically restores your home's power, whether you're home or away. Power your life with a Generac Home Standby Generator. In Central Mississippi, contact Generator Technologies at 601-862-3419. That's 601-862-3419 or online at generator-tec.com. If you're remodeling or building a new home, be sure to tell your contractor to go to Lakeland Fireplaces in Flowood. They have over 25 display units, including heat and glow. By the way, there are 19 live burning fireplaces in the showroom. They are the hearth professionals that install and service. Ask about their custom glass doors, gas logs, fireplace accessories, and premium gas grills. It's all at Lakeland Fireplaces, your heat and glow dealer on Lakeland Drive in Flowood. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Hey guys, what, happened? what the heck are you doing? Sports Talk Mississippi on your radio and in the game. Sports Talk Mississippi.
Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com. If you missed the news earlier in the day, Mississippi State was supposed to play Missouri on Wednesday night in basketball. That was a road game for Mississippi State. That has been postponed because of COVID issues in Missouri's program. It's... Everywhere right now. Everywhere. It is. I think the good news is the overwhelming majority of people that you you talk to or know that have it are not having serious issues. But it's highly contagious. It's spreading like wildfire. You're going to see more of these postponements and whatever. But, Borky, I think... We're going to deal with this for a couple more weeks, a handful more weeks, and then it's going to kind of move on, I think. That's the hope. Uh, college basketball needs it to go down like that because at the rate they're going. Um, are, do they have the same protocol as football? I'm wondering that because if they do, Something's not well, right. Well, not every not every conference has the same protocols, right? I mean, right. the SEC's protocols are not necessarily the same as the Big Tens or the ACCs or the Pac-12s or or whatever. These yeah. leagues are going to have issues, but for, forgive me for being callous about this. Uh, but when I saw that the state Missouri game was getting postponed, my first thought was, if you're a state fan, you should kind of hope that postpone turns to cancel. So you don't have to play in that net bomb that is Missouri. Two forty-two as of this morning is Missouri in the net. Um, doesn't really even help you if you win it. Although if you win it on win. the road, and and I think Mississippi State would have, and you're just thinking about, you know, just racking up wins, then maybe it is one that you want to play because that's probably a game that you win. Assuming you play well, Mississippi State was really good in their opener against uh, against Arkansas last Wednesday. That 81-68 win. I know Haydad probably talked about that on uh, on Thursday. Ole Miss is yet to play an SEC game. They were supposed to play against Florida last Wednesday in the afternoon, and that one got postponed. And so Ole Miss is now scheduled to open SEC play this Wednesday night at Tennessee. So a couple of days, uh, instead of opening at home against Florida, they open on the road against Tennessee. It's not easy. No. No. It's a good game tomorrow night with Kentucky at LSU. LSU lost to Auburn in the SEC opener. Kentucky has been... I I don't know if you've followed it at all. Kentucky's been playing great. Yeah, there's there's an NBA game happening in New Orleans tonight. Uh, Utah is in New Orleans to face the Pelicans. And I think... In Baton Rouge, the collective salaries of the players will be higher than that of in New Orleans tonight. Oh, really? Oh, <laughs> really? I hear you. Hey, there's a couple of guys on 10 days in the NBA, though, that aren't getting paid what some guys on the floor did get paid, though. Uh, going back to a comment, I guess, that I made at the end of the 4 o'clock hour, Greg disagrees. He says, or at least took issue with what I said, he says, you don't know if Rattler is getting one red penny, but we do know what Williams is up to. Welcome to college football in 2022. Yeah, I mean, like, I haven't looked at Spencer Rattler's bank statement, but I have talked to people who kind of were paying attention to that recruitment, and 
The story was that Spencer Rattler got a great NIL deal, or at least the promise of a great NIL deal from South Carolina. And that's the reason that he picked South Carolina to go play for Shane Beamer. I mean, that's not like, I'm I'm not saying something scandalous there. It's legal. Yeah. The way they're put together and the way they're presented may be uh, that that may be living in the gray area a little bit. But guess what? College football coaches live in the gray area. Yeah, and if you're not doing it, you're being left behind. It's crying about, about cheating in the NIL era is uh, an exercise in futility. I, is, is it a me problem that I, I just have no emotional feeling one way or the other about this? I, I've just seen so many people, oh, this is ridiculous that Caleb Williams is doing this. But but why? Why is this ridiculous? I, I just it, this is ruining college football. Why does Caleb Williams playing at Oklahoma or USC next year ruin college football for you? I don't understand it. I, I don't understand. And yes, I understand that it's a college football player and not a guy in a career field. Although that's what football is to somebody like him. Um, if somebody offers me a bunch of money tomorrow, guess what I'm doing? I've got a family. I need to take care of them. Why is it bad when Caleb Williams is seeking financial compensation more than what he's currently getting? When we all engage in that. When your boss approaches you, hey, you had a great 2021. I want to give you a raise. You're going to say no? Or if a company, you're in pharmaceutical sales, and a competitor comes in and says, hey, we're going to give you 25% more than what you're currently getting. Five more vacation days as well. You going to tell them no? So why is it bad when Caleb Williams is engaging what we all engage in every day? We buy new cars. We move to new homes. Better neighborhoods because the schools are better. We look for better jobs. We take better jobs. Why is it bad that Caleb Williams... I I don't have an emotional reaction to this. I'm excited to watch him play wherever he plays. I don't care where it is. Is there anybody that's against it, though? I mean, I guess maybe there's some people are that say I mean, we've heard from it the last college football, right? And we we hear from those people all the time. It, I, 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 I it just doesn't as upset about what Kirk Herbstreet said on Saturday as some people are. Were you? Did Did you think he was well? I mean. You can go back and you can listen to it, but Kirk Herbstreet said that there's a different mindset with today's player, not exclusively, but with a lot of guys. And he couched it with, you know, talking to coaches and coaches describing certain players as they love ball. They love playing football. They're a the, the football version of a gym rat. And that that is, you know, Herbstreet said, I mean, my reaction to that initially was like, well, yeah, and then I realized that, okay, it's not like that for a lot of people. I'm not sure it was always like that with everybody in the past, though. I mean, there may be some some selective remembering going on. Look, I mean, Borgie, this is awfully old-fashioned of me. It's kind of been my stance for a really long time. I, I've said, and you know, it doesn't really matter what I say or what I think, but since the beginning, I'm, I'm fine with guys getting more, paying players, NIL, however you want to describe it. But let's, let's start with 
the value that exists in a college education because there's still value there. There's still value in being an athlete and the name recognition that goes along with that. And I know it's hard work. And again, I got no problem with them getting more. I, I just want somebody to stand up and go, yes, I want more. I want to do autograph sessions, and I want to host camps, and I want to have endorsements and all those things. But I recognize that I am going to have a leg up in life because I have a college degree. I was part of a team. I learned how to be a great teammate. I got some name recognition. And oh, by the way, I'm going to leave college with no debt and with money in my pocket. Because if you leave college with no debt, you're ahead of a large majority that's out there. I can speak to it. Student loans suck, man. Paying those back, that's terrible. Borky, you did it. Yep. Did it? Still doing it? I don't know. I think you you told me you paid them off. It's hard, though. It is. But it's messages like this. It's ruining college football. It's selfish and disloyal to most college fans. That's not. I disagree, Johnny. I don't think it's ruining college football. It's just changing. Well, if Caleb Williams threw two interceptions a game, Oklahoma fans would want him kicked out of school. Look at the way they treated Spencer Rattler. I mean, yeah, yeah he, he had some behind-the-scenes attitude problems, but he didn't play at the same level as Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray, and the student section was chanting for his backup's name. They cheered when he got benched. Why would he be loyal to that yeah. when you're not loyal to him? Sure. Your message is my kid's playing Division II football, and he consistently wants to transfer to the D1 level. I have to remind him that he's a starter. He's an all-conference player, and biggest, he's going to school for free. There's something to that. And again, this is not me being like the old man yelling at Cloud's deal. It's not. Like, I'm I'm 100% okay with the name, image, and likeness thing. But if you pretend like the degree doesn't make any difference whatsoever, I think that's just as disingenuous. We'll be back. Sports Talk Mississippi. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, partly sunny conditions, high near 45. Tonight, mostly clear and cold, low all the way down to 27. Your Tuesday, sunny skies, high near 55. Tuesday evening, partly cloudy, low around 40. And for your Wednesday, a slight chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 64. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at nodripms.com. In the metro area, the houses talk. Hey, Jan, how's it going today? Hey, Barney. You're not sold yet? No, my shutters need replacing, my floors need unbuckling, my boudoirs need updating. Well, my person called Will White with the price, and Will White said the price was right. No updating, no nothing. I'm sold as of tomorrow. Call Will White. He buys houses. 601-401-4323. 601-401-4323. Or online at homebuyersms.com. 
Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. Hi, this is Thomas Trammell with Family Termite, and I have an important message for you. After this year's record-breaking snowstorm, termites will most likely be swarming in historical numbers in an effort to recolonize and replace parts of their colonies ravished by the extreme weather. Family Termite offers free termite initial inspections and competitive pricing. Call Family Termite today at 601-933-1014 and let us protect your home because we hate termites more than you do. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. When your gears aren't doing exactly what they need to do, Coleman-Taylor Transmission is the one for you. With 60 years in business, our professional ASC certified technicians at Coleman-Taylor Transmission have the experience and training to provide automatic transmission repairs, rebuilds, transmission flushes, and much, much more. And ask about our free towing and free diagnostics as well. Call 601-355-8526, 601-355-8526, or online at ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. That's ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. This is Super Talk Mississippi News. My name's JT Mitchell. An 84-year-old man in Claiborne County has been charged with first-degree murder. Carl Wells was taken into custody after sheriffs responded to a report of shots fired on Thursday night. The victim was identified as 43-year-old Marquise Johnson, and no motive for the shooting has been released yet. However, Wells was denied bond. In other crime news around the Magnolia State, a Hazelhurst police officer was responding to a call around 2 in the morning on Sunday. Upon arrival, the officer found what no parent ever wants to see. Her own son was the one who had been shot. The victim has been identified as 20-year-old Charles Stewart Jr. Now, the Mississippi Bureau of Investigation has taken over the case, as it involves the family member of a police officer. MBI is asking for the community's help, so if you know anything about the death of Stewart, please contact MBI or the Hazelhurst Police Department. For the latest news, find us online at supertalk.fm forward slash news. MTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. Take a trip back to the beginning with artifacts and interviews with four remaining MTV VJs. Enjoy memorabilia from Michael Jackson to Bon Jovi with historical moments in MTV programming along with interactives and more. To learn more about the MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV Exhibit, and other monthly programs and events, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. Taylor Power Systems is a premier manufacturer of standby generators based in Clinton, Mississippi. Taylor Power manufactures generators for numerous industries such as medical centers, municipalities, utility providers, data centers, water associations, and agriculture. If you need reliable standby power, give Taylor Power Systems a call today at 601-932-5674.
Super Talk. Nobody keeps Mississippi informed like we do. With 12 stations covering all 82 counties, if it happens in your state, we're on top of it. The news, the weather, the sports, and the talk that's important to you. The issues that matter to you, your family, and your bank account. It's all right here. And when you're away from home, depend on the Super Talk app and supertalk.fm to stay in the know. We're proud to serve our fellow Mississippians. Super Talk Mississippi. Okay. Let's go. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. Don't hurt yourself. Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi. Of the this season? Year. This year? Yeah, th- this year. Of, of all the results that we've seen, what was your favorite? Okay, the easy answer is Rose Bowl, right? Sure. It's the easy answer. 48-45. But wasn't the Music City Bowl awesome? You you had everything. You had, I mean, scoring. You had Tennessee fans booing questionable injuries. You had a officiating controversy that probably should have gone Tennessee's way this time and cost them the game. And by the way, I had people talking on on my live stream about Josh Heupel made the wrong decision. He cost his team the game by going for it in overtime on fourth and goal from the one. I love the call. It's the Music City Bowl, first of all. And second of all... <laughs> He maximized his team's chance to win the game by going for it. If you can't get this much, you don't deserve to win the game anyway. And they got that much. They scored a touchdown on the play. But I love the decision from Heupel. I think it was the right call. They, for lack of a better term, they kind of got screwed over there. And Yeah, what? No, no whistle was audible, but when going back and looking at it, they were able to determine that forward progress had stopped, and therefore that's where they ruled it down, as opposed to allowing it to kind of finish out in this season where it feels like a scrum has been a bigger part of college football than most years, and yet they blew it dead this time. And two things on that. So hearing the guy say the whistle's irrelevant. Now, hold on a second. Guys are taught, right, from from peewee league up until the NFL, you play to the whistle. And Tennessee kept playing because they didn't hear a whistle. And so because the the ref on the sideline starts putting his hands up in the air, the play's dead? But nobody, nobody stopped trying. That was crazy. And then for Tom Hart, your buddy Tom, to say that he was told that that's a non reviewable play. He's right. It's not that he was told and he was wrong. No, he's right. Non-reviewable play. You can't review forward progress, as it turns out, and stoppage of play. But they did it to provide the illusion that they reviewed it. Go, Tom tweeted it, if you, want to, if you want to read it. He said he was told that they can't review the play, but they reviewed it for optics. Wow. Was the word that he used, I believe, was optics. They reviewed it for optics, but they couldn't have changed it regardless of what they saw. Pull that up. Look at it in just a second. Listen to the listen to the seesaw scoring summary from the Music City Bowl. By the way, great Tennessee crowd. Not that there's a surprise there. 
But holy cow, that was a lot of orange inside the Titan Stadium. Tennessee seven nothing. Game tied at seven. Tennessee fourteen seven. UT twenty one seven. Twenty one ten. Twenty one thirteen. Twenty one sixteen. Tennessee down twenty three twenty one at the half. Tennessee scores first. They go up twenty eight twenty three. Then they're down thirty to twenty eight. Then they're up thirty one thirty. Then they're down thirty eight thirty one. Then it's tied at thirty eight. Then Purdue's up forty five thirty eight. Then it's tied at forty five. And then finally. In overtime, 39-yard field goal, 48-45. Purdue, your winner. I found it. Tom Hart said, quote, Recap of the non-review review in OT at the Music City Bowl. When forward progress is ruled to have stopped, the play is not reviewable. It is not uncommon for crews to initiate, quote, a review simply for perception. I'm told that was the case tonight. Wow. If an officiating crew is have to, having to do something for the perception of fans, then the rule needs to be changed. If yep. you're just trying to pacify the masses, even though you're not by rule allowed to even potentially change what you're looking at, regardless of whether it's right or wrong, then you got a problem. Just announce it. The, this is not a is reviewable play. The call on the field stands. That's all you got to do. I mean, Tennessee fans are still going to be mad, but that's the kind of stuff that gives conspiracy people a legitimate argument. That, that's that you, you feed them stuff like this. We review things for optics. We don't actually review them because we can but we do it for optics. Well, what else do you do for optics then? Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't make them right, but you give them ammunition. Yeah. You can't do that, man. No, you can't. And then just to tell the broadcaster on the game that's what you're doing, wow. It's crazy. Fun game, though. Really fun football game. Jeff Brom's done a good job at a hard place to win at Purdue. Yeah. Uh, There was another thing that happened over the weekend. Keith Carter has said worst-kept secret in college athletics. Ole Miss officially announced its, uh, its Champions Now capital campaign. The... Like the crown jewel of the campaign is the rebuilding of the west side of Vault Hemingway Stadium. Price tag on that's $250 million. They're supposed to start in like a month on the $40 million renovation of the Manning Center. They are completely rebuilding the soccer stadium, completely rebuilding the uh, softball stadium. Another addition that's happening at the golf course and a big, another $40 million going into Swayze Field. And by the way, if you're keeping tabs on that, I mean, obviously people have built entire new stadiums. Mississippi State at the top of the list with what they built and spent $65 million on it. Porky, they've done the Ole Miss baseball thing in phases. But they're closing in on 85, 90 million on that baseball stadium over the course of like 12 years, 15 years. 
I'm aware this is a subjective question, but whenever that gets done, Mississippi will have two of the top what baseball stadium facilities in the sport. I don't know, man. Three, four? I mean, yeah. Oklahoma State's got a brand new $65 million ballpark that's spectacular. Arkansas is unbelievable, and they just keep adding to it. Hey, you're right, it's subjective. But in terms of investment and commitment, they're right there. And there are people who are like, why why are you doing more for baseball? Because you can, I guess. Don't they see it? it, I mean, I don't talk to Keith Carter. But hey, Keith, if you want to give me some inside info, uh, my DMs are open, buddy. Um, Don't they do stuff like this because they see baseball as a revenue generator at some point? Well, it, it's currently a revenue generator. But, but a real revenue generator, like basketball. Basketball is a real revenue generator. It's a seven-figure, easy revenue generator. Don't they see baseball becoming that, and that's why they're investing, because they think the ROI eventually will be worth it, because right now it's really not? You know, if you keep spending that kind of money, well, I don't true. know if you ever yeah. catch it in terms of, uh, of a return on your investment. But yeah, I mean, I, I think... That sport operating in the black and operating in a, a profit situation is, is good. So the, the, the new baseball stuff is where the tennis courts are beyond the right field wall. They're going to put an indoor facility. Obviously, they've got their indoor hitting and pitching area now. And they've got the, the weight room that overlooks the stadium beyond the, the right field side of the stadium, the, the first base side of the stadium. This building will be fully enclosed and will be a full-size infield so that they can, you know, take full-on infield practice inside regardless of the weather. But it's basically redoing the outfield all the way around. They're going to bring the outfield terraces all the way to the fence. And so instead of having that big dead area between the outfield fence in the student section, the outfield fence in left field, you'll bring those areas all the way to the outfield fence and make it a whole lot more intimate. That's been such an advantage in Starkville, right? I, I knew somebody oh, that, incredible. that played on the baseball team at Ole Miss years ago, and the way he would describe the heckling at State versus others, he said, I mean, I get heckled everywhere. He's like, but I can hear them in Starkville because they are next to me. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll have a scenario where you can kind of walk all the way around the field. They're, they're going to tie the whole thing together, putting some suites behind left field, uh, like raised up above the, the left field area. I think going to coaches' offices, and there's parking garage up along the old Taylor Road. And there's a lot going on there. And they take a giant step forward in terms of Getting Vaughn Hemingway Stadium to a point where it looks the same all the way around. You'll kind of make the... It, it looks like from these renderings, like you're going to kind of tie the, the south end zone, the new west side, and the north end zone together in, in terms of symmetry and looking the same. And then at some point, you, you fix the spaceship on the uh, the east side as well. <laughs> at some point down the line. When you got another couple hundred million dollars laying around. Sports Talk Mississippi, we'll be back.
from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon. Call them at 601-605-4443. Well, the three right lanes are blocked northbound on Lakeland at Works Road. An accident there causing those uh, problems. That's Lakeland northbound at Works Road. Elsewhere, no other major problems to speak of. Buckle up, drive safe, and enjoy your evening. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Bonnie Shop. Proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers 601-353-5217. Since 1935, the fabulous Mayflower Cafe in downtown Jackson has been serving the freshest seafood to generations of Jacksonians. It's a Mississippi landmark. Redfish, snapper, crab, oysters, fried, grilled, broiled, or blackened, all fresh and waiting for you. Don't forget our world-famous comeback dressing, a gift card, and a bottle of our salad dressing, the perfect year-round gift. The Mayflower, open Tuesday through Friday for lunch and dinner, Saturday dinner only. B-Y-O-B. 123 West Capitol Street. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Rogers Dab Service Parts and Quick Lube are open Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. till 6 p.m. and Saturdays from 7 a.m. till 3 p.m. Crossgates Brandon or RogersDabs.com. No drip roofing in construction. The name says it all. Whatever Mother Nature can dish out, no drip roofing in construction can take care of it. With no deposits up front required. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. Wives, do you have trouble getting your husbands to see a doctor? Tell them the doctor has a boat for sale. At Man Up MD, we understand most men don't have a doctor, but they should. Man Up MD is a men's clinic designed for men by men to handle manly issues. From day-to-day primary care to reclaiming your energy and vigor, Man Up MD can keep you healthy and feeling your best. Check us out at menshealthmississippi.com. That's menshealthms.com. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes, I'm Cologuard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive result should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay $0. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in. Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. This is Jake Mangum. It's great to be on a team that is based in Mississippi. It's important to me that my team supports our high schools, universities, and several local events throughout the state. Of course, I'm talking about my home team, Farm Bureau Insurance. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance, go with the home team. 
Go beyond the headlines on Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 here on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. How do you like that? I love it. On Super Talk Mississippi. Get a uh, question on the ceasefire text line. When is the Ole Miss big multi-million dollar fundraiser? Sounds like Eli is making a big contribution. Yeah, they had an event in uh, in New Orleans on Friday night. They had, I don't know, 800 or 1,000 donors inside a ballroom at, uh, at the team hotel and did a big presentation, had some speakers and whatnot. So they've been in the silent phase kind of, having conversations and getting some commitments. Eli and Abby Manning announced that they were making a million-dollar contribution to the Champions Now campaign. I think that's what it's called. And it's part of... I mean, athletics was doing this on its own, but the university as a whole is doing a big capital campaign. It's a billion-and-a-half-dollar campaign that this is kind of under the umbrella of, although athletics is kind of responsible for doing its own thing. So it's off and running. Sure, Keith Carter would take a check if you wanted to send it. I had a friend that texted me when it broke that Eli gave a million dollars to the uh, campaign and said, uh, "Why didn't Eli give that million dollars to his nephew?" <laughs> we got a message on Twitter earlier. Borky said, "Would Ole Miss be better off spending three hundred fifty million dollars on name, image, and likeness?" Yeah, yeah, I mean, but, yes, but that's not exactly how it works. I mean, it's not like the university can pay players. Well, and I guess this is something that it falls on my shoulders for sure. Um, I know for a fact that there are people, I know more about the one for Ole Miss than I do Mississippi State, but I know there are people that are working on those now very common NIL funds. Florida's got a good one. I think Auburn's got one set up. People are working on it. Now there's frustration. I have heard that it's not up yet. I know people that are like, where where can I give money to players? Somebody tell me how I can do this. It's coming, but that infrastructure is in the works behind the scenes. It's not as fast as others, but I'm excited to talk to the people involved. They just have to go public with their platforms first is all. Because I had somebody DM me the other day, why don't you guys talk to the NIL fund people? Well, because they're not out there yet. I know they're working on it, but if it's not public, I, you know, there's nothing I can do. So when it happens, I would love to hear how they're doing it and NCAA rules and all that when that does come. But both things are happening. It's not fundraiser for stadium projects absent NIL. Both are going on right now. You gonna buy a Powerball ticket now that it's gotten up over uh, five hundred million? I'll buy a scratch off every now and then. I've never done the Powerball, honestly. Never bought one. I mean, I guess your odds are better at winning at the uh, scratch off. So, Powerball five hundred forty million. The cash value is three hundred eighty-four point three million dollars. If you live in Mississippi and you win that. 
you would pay based on current uh, tax rates um, 42% taxes. So it's like just shy of $230 million that you'd walk away with. $223 million, something like that. Meanwhile, it was a good day for Tesla in the stock market, and Elon Musk's net worth, according to Forbes, is now estimated at $304.2 billion. I think I would buy a state. I'd buy an entire state. Which one? You need to be coastal. Somewhere on a beach. You think you think Tate would sell Mississippi to Elon for two hundred billion dollars? So you get to keep a hundred billion dollars to do whatever you want with it? I don't think Mississippi is for sale. Everybody's got a price now. Yeah. You might ought to buy an island. <laughs> maybe a bunch of islands. I don't think that uh, you can buy an actual state. An island country, maybe? Yeah. And just a few of the Maldives. Hey, just give me like 25% of you guys. What is it? Uh, the, the guy from Oracle. Um, why can I not think of his name? He's bought a bunch of Hawaii. <laughs> not like the entire state, but he bought uh, Larry Ellison. Larry Ellison owns a lot of Hawaii. Just that statement, man. Yeah. That's exactly what I would do if I had that kind of money. I would just buy things that you didn't think you could buy. Elon Musk, though, says that he's cash poor. No, oh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, man, he had to sell. He had to exercise a bunch of stock options to pay his $13 billion or $22 billion tax bill this year. Like he didn't have the actual cash to pay it, so he had to go cash in a bunch of stock options to get the money to pay the taxes. On well, his... remember, people like him don't pay their fair share. So, yeah, I suppose. Thanks for being with us. Fun start to the new year. We will be back with you tomorrow. Tomorrow it will be uh, Borky and Haydad. I got basketball responsibilities in Fayetteville, and then be back with you on Wednesday. Sports Talk Mississippi in the Pearl River Resort Studios. Good night. Talk Mississippi Media Production.